Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cricket Show. And it brings back sweet memories dear to me. So it's faded and pushed. It's as fresh as the moon. When I found it near the fire. Yes, a pleasant good evening to all, all who are on the year with us. Just want to say welcome to the Cricket Show, another edition, another episode. With me in the studio is all the coming all the way from California to Florida is Mr. Dennis Seed. Good evening to you, Dennis, and how are you, my brother? Good evening to you, Leon, and uh, welcome to another edition of the Cricket Show. Today is Sunday, December 5, the eight-year anniversary of the passing of the great South African statesman and president, Nelson Mandela. Warm Warm greetings to my fellow panelists, guests, and listeners of the Cricket Show. Back to you. Yes, indeed. I'm so... Glad that you brought to, that to my attention. I'm sure Audley would be doing, telling us something about him as well later on. But like we usually do, Dennis, we want to ask God's presence into the, our house this evening. Because without him, nothing can be accomplished. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for allowing us this opportunity to present yet another show. We want you to bless the show. May it go on without any interruptions whatsoever. We trust that you will... Encourage each and every one who is presenting here this evening to give something of meaningful substance to the, the world. We thank you, Lord, for what you have done for alien sisters and brothers, namely my dear wife Eunice, Dr. Leroy Lashley, his daughter Lisa Lashley, Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Mertris Nisbet, Elkomida Willett, Ralston Otto, Wentworth Francis, Telbert Francis, Dennis Kelman, Joseph Guntrup, Willis and Mona Daniel, Fillmore Hallpike, Earl Stevens, Jeanette Hughes, Dr. Roger Brown, and Virgil Francis Jr., and all the others who have not expressed their concerns, Lord, we pray that you may just touch their bodies, heal them, and bring them back to their normal selves. We thank you for the ones who have made it possible by giving us um, financial help to keep the show on the air for a long time. Lord, we are grateful for every assistance that we have gotten over the years and trust that you just continue to support us and make this show be something worthwhile to all the wonderful people in the world. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Well, Dennis, we do know a lot of cricket are in the air. I, I say, ah, because you're looking at matches in... Sri Lanka, that's another league. We have just had one finish recently, and then we have matches 
in the Big Bash. You have India taking on New Zealand. The West Indies are about to take on Pakistan. The Ashes are also getting ready to be played. So we do have... Yes, and as you say... Oh, just mentioning, yes, the, uh, we have Bangladesh and Pakistan and the youth ODI carrying on in Colombo, Sri Lanka. Yes, and um, South Africa, A, are taking on India, A. But primary, foremost, we got to tell the folks about Sri Lanka versus West Indies. Sri Lanka defeated the West Indies by 164 runs giving them a two-nil series sweep. West Indies, they have chosen their rising under-19 squad for the ICC under-19 Cricket World Cup. And just for those who have not known yet, these series, these matches would be played in the Caribbean. We have the names of the players, and a little later on, we'll give, the, give everyone the names of the players. And like we mentioned before, New Zealand are up against India. And India scored 325 and 276 for seven. New Zealand replied with 62 and 140. And we're going to say a little bit about 62 and for New Zealand later on in the show. Then turn our attention to the... the um, well, this is the... Lanka Premier League and the the Delhi or the Deccan and Gladiators took on the Delhi Bulls today and the Deccan um, Deccan Gladiators they got 115 no 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 I'm sorry this is a T T10 I'm sorry this is a T10 this is the Deccan Gladiators versus the Delhi Bulls in the final of the T10 tournament and Deacon Gladiators scored 159 without loss. And we'll tell you more about that because Russell, he was in, in top form. And in reply, the Delhi Bulls scored 103 for seven. The Lanka League has started today as well. And the first match was played. And the... The standings are as follows. The, the, the Gali Gladiators Gladi won their match and the Jaffna Kings went down and despite a good performance from our very own Jaden Seals. Okay, so we'll be giving you more details in, in, as we go along through, throughout the evening. Pakistan against Bangladesh. Pakistan, 188-42, stumps day two, stumps day two. We have quite a bit to talk about too, Dennis, because the the draw has been, at least the number of players have been retained by the franchise in the India Premier League. And this year, as you know, know and most of you have known, that the, the India Premier League have now been increased to 10 teams 
and we have some outstanding, we have the, 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 the sums of money that these players are earning for being picked up by a franchise, and it, it is en- enormous, I'll tell you, just to name a few, but I just want you to make a guess. Now, I know you know, but I just thought I would tell me how much you think uh, Jadeja is going to be picked, he's picked up by the Chennai Super Kings. How much is he worth for his period? What what are the salaries that are going to be paying him? You know that, Orphan? I, you want to make I a guess? Say, I would take a guess that it's close to a million dollars. Oh, you're far short of that. Rabinja the Jaja, he is picking up $2.5 million to be a part yeah. of the Chennai Super Kings. And they have picked up Dhoni, Moin Ali, and, uh, and Guy Quad. Guy Quad, the opener for India. Then turning our attention to the Delhi capital, Rizman Pant, he has also picked up $2.1 million. And um, Aksa Patel, that's painter from India, he has picked up $1.2 million. But just let us turn our attention to some more. I just want you to turn your attention to Kyron Pollard. He's been picked up by the Mumbai Indians, and he is getting a whopping 800,000 U.S. dollars for his tent with that fear. Let me tell you what Russell is going to be picking up, because Russell is a the big gun, and he is picking up $1.6 million, is he, Russell? Andrew Russell is picking up $1.6 million. And, of course, we have the other player that is being picked up from the Caribbean, whom? The Ryan. Ryan, where did I see? Um, he is under the Kolkata Knight Riders. Son in the Ryan, $800,000. And Andre Russell, $1.6 million. So just to name a few. And you could imagine, but MS, well, you know, Coley. Coley is the top dog. $2.0 million pick up for his state in this franchise. So just to bring you some some news from the from the um, IPL and of course we are still buying players and we are hopeful that uh, some more of our players because players like Rutherford um, Hetmeyer Puran, Gale um, Jason Holder and uh, you just name you know, Rutherford and who else um Kimo Paul and so are in the draw, but they have not been picked up yet. The last time I checked, perhaps they may get calling. The Ashes series, Dennis, is going to be starting on the December 8th, and it will go until the 18th. And they'll be playing some five test matches beginning on December the 8th, and of course continue until January 18th. More to follow. India will be touring South Africa, or India tour, uh, right now touring Australia, I mean South Africa. The first match was drawn, the second match was also drawn, and the third match will begin on the 6th. The Big Bash series has also started. What has happened to the Big Bash series? It has, the Sydney Sixers are on top. They won their first match, and the, the players, the team that went down to the the Sixers 
uh, the Melbourne Stars. Pakistan Super League, and that is planning to begin when? In January the 27th, and it will go to February 27th. And the number of players from the Caribbean are going to be involved as well. India will be touring. We'll talk about that already. And the Super Smash. And that Super Smash is over in South Africa. Is it yes? No, or is it no? In um, will be over in New Zealand, the Central Districts on top. Wellington in second place. Northern Knights they are in third. Ortega, Auckland, and Canterbury. Finally, we're just going to look at some of the scenes that are going to be taking place over the period of time. November, New Zealand to India, Pakistan to Bangladesh, and in December, the Ashes, we talked about that. The West Indies will be touring Pakistan, of course, we start December 12th, the 13th, and we're going to the 22nd. India will be touring South Africa. December 17th to January 26th. Ireland will be touring USA. December the 22nd to December the 30th. And Bangladesh, they'll be touring New Zealand. January the 1st to January 13th. And England will be touring the West Indies. Um, January the 22nd to March 28th. And New Zealand will be touring Australia January the 30th and February to February the 8th. So those are all the highlights I have for you, and I'm sure you have something in your mind. We have not heard from Audley as yet, but um, well, you just go right in and t- give, take, a, take a pick of the, the topics that I have covered. And I just want to let the folks know as well that we'll be having... Some super guests coming on at um, 7 o'clock. So why don't you tell us more about that, Dennis? Or anything that is on your mind that you want to begin with first? Well, you know, we, we can go back to uh, the um, India-New Zealand match because that certainly is uh, some excitement going on down there in, uh, in, in India. Although it looks very much like uh, New Zealand have their back very much against the wall, you know, being bowled out for 62 is not very flattering. And of course, they've done a 140 for five in their second innings, suggesting that this is the end of day three. So it looks very much to me like the India, that New Zealand managed to um, hang on for a draw in the last one. I don't think they're going to be able to do that for this one. And, of course, we had some notable performance in that India-New Zealand match with that 150, that fantastic 150 uh, from India's, uh, I will, um, Indian, India player. I'm uh, just getting his name for you. India, Mayank Agarwal. He, of course, single-handedly, but he was supported by Aksar Patel, mm-hmm. and uh, they scored 325. And, of course, the highlight of the New Zealand bowling being the um, Ajaz Patel taking all 10 Indian wickets 
to fall for 119 runs. And he followed that up in, uh, New Z- in India's second inning by taking four of India's uh, second innings wicket that fell. So all told, Mr. P- um, Ajaz Patel is doing very well in this match, but that does not look as if he stand much of a chance in terms of um, uh, in New Zealand avoiding the, uh, the, the the trashing, I suppose we could call it, in this situation here. So that's that. All your thoughts, all your thoughts, dear little, because we have been joined by Brother Audley Watson. Why don't we say hello to him as well and let him welcome his folks and say hello to the people who enjoy hearing him each and every week. Audley? Yeah, good evening, Mr. Francis. Good evening to all my fellow panelists, of course, with the exception of Dennis, who is good afternoon to him over there in California. Mm -hmm. And for all... Our listeners, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you all. And it's uh, another wonderful Sunday evening in my neck of the woods. And uh, nowadays, of course, yeah, it's, it's very dark. <laughs> After six, you look outside and say, wow. But that's the time of year when it's like this. And everything is going fine. Um, today, uh, my sister celebrates a birthday today. Joan, oh, uh, the one that my mom said, yes. <laughs> yeah, John, she's celebrating a birthday today. And Marubi, she's doing fine, and so is everybody else. So, here we got awesome. it. Looking forward to a wonderful show. Yes, indeed. Um, well, we were talking about the India, India New Zealand affair, and uh, Dennis was making his comment. So, Dennis, why don't you come in, continue, and then we'll just go from there. Yes, I think I completed my thoughts on the um, New Zealand efforts. I don't think they can uh, manage to stave off the defeat this time around because India has, they have two days in which to score 400 runs in order New Zealand for New Zealand to win this. And I don't know, oddly we'll have the stats, but I don't think that uh, any team has actually scored that many runs in the second innings to win a match. But I stand to be corrected when Brother Hardly get to the mic later on. And uh, I was, I, I was moving I guess on Leon to could, the... I guess Leon could tell you that one. It's 218 by West Indies. When, <laughs> the, the record, yeah. yeah. Record. When the, don't you remember when we made that over 400? 418, against, um, yeah. against, against Australia. And, and in Antigua? Yeah, but, Yes, I, I, that's what I said, Leon, to tell you that in 418. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, yeah, when you're when you finished, when you finish, um, then. Right, well, when I say they need 400, they need 400 at this point. But in order to win, the target is 540 to mm-hmm. win the match by New Zealand. And that surely is a very, very long, dare I say, it's a very long, tall order for this to be achieved. But it will be a record and it will be momentous and one that will not be forgotten should it come about. So we will see. But a little I, bit I of monsoon start... rain. Monsoon rain comes in. When he, when he rains in, in India, it's monsoon, man. It's pours. And play can be oh, delayed I... two days. Uh, Don't you know are you suggesting, are you suggesting <laughs> that the monsoon may spare New Zealand blushes? Exactly. That's the only hope. <laughs> 
if you look at the forecast, Reese, if you look at the forecast, I haven't seen much rain being uh, falling in any matches being played these days. Have you? They played the T10, and that was without rain. And, uh, you know, how about the, the World Cup? That was not affected badly, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you, 400 is a long haul to make in two days. Let us just forget about the runs because <laughs> that, that's impossible. <laughs> just focus on the wickets that, that the Indians are supposed to get. It, it, could, it can only be um, rain, monsoon, whatever, you know, torrential <laughs> rain, deluge, call it whatever. But, but forget about the, the runs because that's not going to happen. <laughs> but you know, you know what happened? I, I believe the stadium can. It has covers, you know. It can be, it can put on the covers to prevent rain from damaging the pitch. <laughs> so I just believe so. But that that is a great structure. I don't know if you guys looked at it. No, I haven't seen it. But yeah. But, well, you know, you know what, 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 you know, what, what I, I'm I'm looking at. I was telling mm-hmm. Audley earlier this week that. New Zealand likes six and two. You know what that means, uh, Dennis? Six and I, two? Enlighten me. Enlighten me. Do you remember what the lowest total that was scored by any test team? I seem to remember 50-odd being scored mm-hmm. by, was it the West, in, the West Indies? No, West Indies scored 47. We had lower than oh, that. Somebody scored lower than that. <laughs> Okay, remember India was bowled for, for 36, 36 um, recently by Australia, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so it's lower than the But 26 was in um, New Zealand was bowled out by, I think it was England, but for 26. Mm. Lowest score in yeah. test cricket. Yeah, and now oh. they're, they're being bowled out for 62, so it just turned around the 26 to 62. You see what I mean? Shuffle the love the <laughs> but, but of course, you you know I'm I'm not gloating at all because I remember not too long ago West Indies were in that embarrassing position and in fact they still are in that embarrassing position. So that, I, that I'm was, taking it with a grain of salt. But that was T20, wasn't it? When we're talking about Test match, West Indies 55 was was was, was um, T20. In the World Cup, right? Against England. Dennis, are you there? Audley, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Dennis, Dennis must have been muted. Let me see what happened to Dennis. Dennis is being cut off. He's up. Okay, Dennis. Dennis is being dropped. This selector yeah. said, pull it up, pull it up, come again, come on, pull it up, pull it up, come again. <laughs> come again, come again, Dennis. <laughs> I don't know what. I, I, I'm sorry, I, I'm back. I was not yes. self-assisting, but I'm back. Yes. I, yeah, I, yeah we're just saying that, but you'll be back. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes, 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 I'm back. Now, where, where was I? I was going, I think we concluded on the, the, the low score that we were talking about, the West Indies, mm-hmm. and I wanted to to um, move on to the IPL and, and ask the question, those but, released players, is, is that in order at this point? No, 
we just have a few more minutes before we go into the Walter Henry birthday, so we want to get that out of the way, and then we go into we're gonna go right into it quickly. So well, I'll, I'll take a back seat. Yes. Yeah, Audley, why don't you give the inside edge, and then we can roll right into the Walter Henry and anniversary and birthday hour. All right. Uh, so the inside edge for today, the most ducks in one day international last. Week I gave the, the most ducks in, in test cricket, the most golden ducks and so forth so forth. Uh, this time I'm going to give it from the ODI, the most ducks in one day international. And that goes to Samat Jarasiria. Yes, Ooh. believe it or not. Opener Jarasiria from Sri Lanka. He in 433 innings he, that he has batted. He, he accumulated 34 ducks, 34 ducks. ODI solid second, yes, in ODIs. He, mm. he played 445 ODIs, but he batted on 433 occasions. So um, mm. he, he accumulated 34 ducks. And, of course, was Mr. Shahid Afridi from Pakistan. In 369 innings that he batted, he accumulated 30. And in third position, Wasim Akram from Pakistan. He batted his innings, 280 innings, and 28 ducks. But when it comes to golden ducks in the same ODIs, the top of the list, Asip Malinga, 13 golden ducks in 119 innings that he batted. And in second... Salid again, Said Afridi, <laughs> 12 mm. golden ducks in 369 in third. Once again, Wazim Akram, 10, and Moin Khan, 10. So there mm. we got it, the top three in most ducks in international, in, in ODIs, and most golden ducks as well. There we got it, inside mm. edge for you. Yeah. All right, yeah. so you want to give, me, you wanna give yeah. me a little bit of music there since we... Yes, indeed. I'm going to give you a little bit of music. I'm going to give you some Christmas music, too, because you, you may love it. All right. Good. Christmas music. Let the Christmas get you to feel inside.
Take it away, Audley. All right. Okay. I think that's unique vision. I think that's unique vision. Okay. No, Joe Gibbs. Joe Gibbs and family. Okay, that's his version. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, mm-hmm. here, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. It's the time of the evening when we take a look at the cricketing fraternity. And when we say happy birthday and all happy anniversary, or you just call, give a call. 515-605-9850. 515-605-9850. Welcome to the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Today, December 5th. Yes, 5th of December. The time is running out on the 20 days for Christmas before Christmas, Leon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, today's birthday, of course, my sister, John. Yes, she's a, she's the baby of the family. But believe it or not. Hmm, she's right um, trying to catch up on me. So, happy birthday, Joan. Uh, I spoke to her earlier today, of course. Uh, Richard Stevens. Richard Stevens. Stevens, as we have heard many times on this program, singing Jamaica's national anthem, Eternal Father, Bless Our Land. He's celebrating a birthday today. He was born back in 1966. And Mr. Walt Disney. Yes, Walt Disney himself was a man interested in cricket also. Um, he was born 1901. He left us 1966. But who don't know about Walt Disney World and stuff like that? And um, another thing of note, Mr. Nelson Mandela. Yeah, hero. He left us 2013. He died, at 30, he died on this date, 5th of December 2013. Nelson Mandela, gone but will never be forgotten. All right, cricket, Australian Tony Crofter, 81. And we have Laura Marsh from England, 35. Geshish Lukwid from Netherlands. And also Violet Bettenberg. Uh, Ludwig is 54, Bettenberg to 43. Alice Stanton. From Ireland, 61. Matthew Horn from New Zealand, 51. We have Emmanuel Hart, Hake Jr. from Bangladesh, 35. Chikardewan from India. And Akil Ahmed, Chikardewan is 36. Akil Ahmed is uh, 24. Chester Sylvester from Windward Island, he's 48. Mark Decker from Zimbabwe. He is 52 years old today. Um, tomorrow, the 6th of December, the debut of South African former uh, cricketer, Graham Pollard, and the great Brian Lahr. Pollard made his debut in 1963. Um, great um, Brian Lahr, he made his debut for the West Indies 1990 versus Pakistan. So it's the anniversary of him. So it's like 31 years ago. 31 years ago, believe it or not. And a friend of mine, um, Dawn Mitchell, Joan's pastor's wife, she celebra- she'll be celebrating on the sixth one day after Joan, their best of friends. So happy birthday to you, Dawn. Of course, I'll give her a call. Uh, when it comes to cricket, uh, Cyril Westbrook, Frank Hayes, Peter William, Andrew Flintoff, all Englishmen. 
Noel Gishard, the 15th captain of the Leeward Islands from St. Kitts. He is Bill celebrating on that day also. Harry Hector from Ireland. Alan McGillery, commentator from Australia, along with Kerry Saunders and Zoo Cross, female cricketer. Asad Ali from the United Arab Emirates. Malcolm Jarvis, Sean Irvin from Zimbabwe. Jaffrey Bumra, R.P. Singh, Vindra Deshesha, Dejeza, Kuran Nyor, all from India celebrating. Brenda Williams and Dewal Pesturius from South Africa. Ali Assad, Jamas Nazir from Pakistan. Glenn Phillip from New Zealand. And Rayanka Patan from Canada. For the seventh, Frank Lever, Jeff Lawson, Warren Baisley, um, Bean Carson, all from Australia. Courtney Brown, born in, Courtney born from Barbados, but he was born in England, remind, remind you. Uh, of course, from Barbados' parents, so he played for West Indies. Courtney Brown. Um, we have um, David Langford from Ireland. Salim Yusuf, wicketkeeper from Pakistan. Winston Tails from England, along with Anna Subsoul, female cricketer. For the December, boxing promoter Bob Orum, and the greatest entertainer ever lived, one-man band, one-man show, Sammy Davis Jr., who was born back in 1925. And also, Toots Hibbert, Natals, of course, Toots Hibbert, um, many times festival singer, international Jamaican singer. He died on 9-11 last year, 2020, from COVID-19. But he would have been celebrating his birthday. He would have been celebrating on the 8th of December. Ian Johnson, from two former captains from Australia, Ian Johnson and Tim Payne, and Ernie, Ernie Tasha also celebrates along with them. Peter Parfield, Jeff Hurst and Ian Craig from England, George Fullerton, and Buster Ferrier from South Africa, Warren Scott, New Zealand, Simon Smith from Scotland, and Helmut Kennekar from India. For the ninth, we have Donna's son, Dylan. Donna's son, Dylan, will be celebrating. Uh, happy birthday to you, Dylan, when it comes. And I guess Mama will come on a little later to amplify that one. Uh, to a former Prime Minister of Antigua, Mr. Veer Bird, Sir Veer Bird, yes. was born back in uh, the 9th of December, somewhere there, long time ago. Okay. So, you remember his birth, of course, the 9th of December. Holly McCool, Bob Hawk, um, Steve O'Keefe, all from Barbie, uh, from Australia, South and Barbados. And I can't forget the time when... Um, it wasn't this Bob Hart, must be his son or something, but um, there's two, two um, a political race in, in Australia, and the two candidates represent two birds, Bob Hawk and Andrew Peacock. And in that, in that race, the hawk beats the peacock. Uh, more cricket, John Sharp and Rupe Lipton, female cricketer from England. Joe Partridge, Jim Price. Faye Tamasil, Tamacliff, sorry, Faye Tamacliff, all from South Africa. Natalie Scripps, New Zealand. Ramali Dar from India. 
Abdul Roaf from Pakistan and Gregory Brathwaite, umpire out of Barbados. For the 10th, not a big international gentleman. He left us 1997. Michael Manley out of Jamaica. Michael Manley, former Prime Minister of Jamaica, and of course, um, he, he, he wrote a big-time cricketing book. Was it Beyond the Bound? No, that was a large, that was Jay. But he wrote something about cricket as well, Michael Manley. Otis Redding. Yeah, he was born 1967, and we know he died tragically in an airplane crash along with half of the band, the Barkeys, some years ago. From Bangladesh, we have Anwar Hassan, Tasha Imran, Islam, Modeki Hussein, all from Bangladesh. From England, William Booth, Ivor Jeff Jones, Glenn Alabaster. From New Zealand, Chris Martin. Pakistan, Nadim Khan. Um, and uh, from the West Indies, out of Guyana, Eddie Nichols. Henry Boyle from Australia. Dual Kulrani and Bal- Balwinda Chan from India. And Mal- Maljunga Mangasinghi from Sri Lanka. And finally, Saturday, the 11th. Ali Atkinson, Atkinson from Jamaica, Jamaican swimmer, many times Olympian, sing four-time Olympian. She'll be celebrating on the 11th. Shubman Gumpti and Salim Durrani from India. Andrew, Andrew Pocket from South Africa. Mark Cumberbatch, Tim Saudi. Lucy Dolan, all from New Zealand. Sylvester Clark, Barbados. Anthony Bramble, Guyana. George Francis from Barbados. Leon didn't know about you forgot about your brother there, Leon. George Francis played ten test matches for the West Indies. Way back. <laughs> and we have Murray Goodwin from Zimbabwe. Rick McCosca, Australia. And uh, Junid Zaya from Pakistan. That's what I have here for you, Leon. Back to you. Okay, thank you so much. We wanna just welcome Jay Tin. Wanna welcome uh, Ivor, we want to welcome Marcus, and we want to welcome who? Virgil. Welcome to you all, gentlemen. Come on in. We are under Walter Henry Brother Hour coming in. One by one, we just want to make your remarks at this point. I No, I think Marcus has left us. I think Marcus has left us, but we still have Virgil, and we have Ivor, and we have Jatin. Jatin, good evening to you, sir. Good evening, everybody. Yes, indeed. Okay. Okay. Who want to go first? Anybody want to? What about you? I don't know if I ever is in a position to speak. I just bring him in to see if he was in a position. Seem not. Okay. So why don't you go and let me see Virgil. Virgil, are you there with us? No, we lost Virgil. We lost Virgil as well. Okay. Yes. So why don't you go, Dennis? I. It's anniversary time, and I have no anniversaries or birthday as far as I can recall at this time of the month, but I do want to wish everybody who has a birthday happy birthday, and of course, remember the anniversaries mentioned by Audley up front. Back to you. Okay, good. And Jason, you have a birthday that you, you forgot last week, did you? No, no, I don't have anybody in November, December, so we are good. Okay, how about you, 
Oh, Virgin left us. Well, okay. I yes. don't have a birthday, but now I have a song to dedicate. Okay, I got. I see Ivory's in, so let's bring him in. Yes, Ivory's in with us. So Ivory, you're in. Yes, we have till 15 over break here, so yeah, I got a chance to just steal away. Happy birthday to Dylan, yeah, my nephew there. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, you know, I have one of my daughters, Diane. Happy birthday. But let's forget happy birthday. She's having it all of this month. We're doing it um, okay. the block talk, um, the cookie show way. So that's yeah. it for me for birthday, as far as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Only? Um, hold on. I think, Gwen, I think Gwen is trying to call me here. Let's see he must be trying to get in here. So can I, can I do? Yeah, well, why not? Yes, yes. So when for door, we are right in the smack of the birthday hour. Okay. On the, um, the cricket show. I was just calling you to tell you I didn't get a call yesterday and I didn't get one today either. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. So Leon has has that. You're, you're live on air, but Leon, if you can connect with him because I'm gonna have to okay, okay, do as soon as we get back on field. Can you just quickly do the, the text number for me again and I will just bring him in from the from my end. Okay, if you can. Okay. I didn't. Okay, so. Oddly, I just want to celebrate the the okay the birth of uh, former Prime Minister Sylvia Cornwall Bird. He must have be would have been a hundred and changed now. I don't know. He died when he was eighty nine. That was a long time ago. So I know he he's responsible for a lot of people like myself because he he started. A free secondary education in Antigua, and I was fortunate enough to be granted a scholarship to the PM school. And we didn't have to pay; we get secondary education. So, at least, just grateful for him and a number of things that he had done for our country is outstanding. And I just hope that he's resting in peace, and someday he'll rise with glory. Yes, I'm waiting to see if I hear from. Okay, let me do this. Yes, indeed. Yeah, okay, so I'm trying to see if I can get Ren. I didn't save the number last week. I'm going to see if I have it. But anyway, Virgil is left us. So in the meantime, Audley, you want to go and let me give you some music? Oh, uh, okay, yeah, what I wanted to tell Iber at the time, but uh, I, you know, he's gone, but the rest, you know, we're here. Um, I, I uh, missed my my mechanic's birthday and my big mechanic here in Florida, Hal, H-A-L, uh, Hal Brown. So um, when, I, when I connected with him a couple of days after, I said, hey, man, I forgot, I forgot your birthday. And, and he said, you know what? I celebrate all month, man. I, I said, you know what? On our cricket program, that's exactly what happened. We celebrate all month. So he does let me know that. Be at ease because I, he celebrates all month. And I said, hey, we are in the same boat. You know, same thing. Okay, um, my uh, my cousin Tash, he's also said Tash Broomfield. He's also celebrating his birthday today along with John and um, um, Mrs. Martin Hope Martin. She's over there in Harborview in Jamaica, also celebrating her birthday today. I hope you all you guys are enjoying having a wonderful, wonderful day. The Lord has granted you another 
full year add to the calendar. So, you know, we give thanks and celebrate in that. That's what yeah. I have here, Mr. Francis. Thank you. Let the Christmas get you feeling And look who we found all the way in Miramar. Renfrew Door. Good afternoon to you, sir. Very good afternoon to you, Leon. Yes, and your esteemed panel. Indeed. All my favorite guys. Audley okay. and Simon and Ivor and um, Dennis. Well, I don't, I don't have my registration. Dennis, Dennis, Dennis and um, Mackenzie. Mackenzie. And okay, but yes, indeed. And uh, we're in the birthday hour, the Walter Henry birthday hour. You may have a birthday that you had forgotten last week. So why don't you tell us about oh, it? Or you have a significant, uh, a significant well, occasion. There's a, there's, a, there's a very special lady who I call my adopted mother. She lives in um, Georgia. Um, she made 76 on the 3rd. Okay. Part of her what, name what, what, what's the name of the special lady? Her name is Clarice Clarice Blake. Okay. Okay. I'm sure she, right. I'm sure she had a good birth because I was able to talk to her. So. All right. That's good. So why don't we just go right out and give all the praise and thanks to all the persons who are having birthdays by playing our popular song. Coming, he's coming, he's coming, ladies and gentlemen. Listen for TV Wonder. Sing it, TV.
take us out of here, Audley, and then we turn us. Okay, once again, we have come just about come to end of another Walter Hammer birthday and anniversary hour. And uh, as we always do, we always like to hail up our friends from all around the world, whether you're in London, England, any part of Europe, or in the Caribbean, if you're in uh, Australia, India, wherever you are, we just say, nice to have you. And we just ask that each one will tell one. And um, we are here every Sunday, God willing, every Sunday, six to nine on the cricket show. And don't forget, on Tuesday evening, you can join Leon Francis and we join up with Andrew Mason from 5.15 at this time of the year, 5.15 until 7 o'clock. And the Saturday morning entertainment show from 9 until 12 in the p.m. From 9 a.m. until 12 p.m. So don't forget, you can join with all that and we just enjoy the being with us. So this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary. I will join us next week at about 6.30 when once again it will be the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. That's really awesome. Thank you so much for that, Audley. And let's hear from Coach. Coach, check in. Got about 10 minutes to tell us all about India. If they're going to have a monsoon in India, in Mumbai. Come on in, check in. No, weather looks good. Weather looks good. And with the two days left, it uh, looks like impossible task for the New Zealand. It's a matter of time how quickly they can get the remaining five wickets. But uh, this test match is uh, starting to be the very exciting for a few reasons. One is the history itself that uh, the spinner took all ten wickets. He is originally Bombay boy, born in Bombay, raised in Bombay, moved to New Zealand. So it's like a home field for him. But the beauty to, to see in today's cricket that only one baller took all ten wickets. And that's uh, excellent bowling from him. Not only that, he went on to have four more wickets in second inning. And uh, that's uh, another landmark for this gentleman as a leading wicket taker in a test match. Previously, it was uh, 13 wickets by uh, Richard Hadley against Australia in Brisbane. Now he is 14 at his home city, Bird City, Bombay, which is beautiful to see. It's a turning track from day one. It had a low bounce and a low variation from very first ball in this test match, as expected. And if you're thinking that why India is able to score more and New Zealand don't, so the reason is very simple. New Zealand has just one spinner. And India did give the 10 wickets to this bowler. But immediately when that comes, New Zealand was bowled out for 62. That's like uh, hard to play on. And during these uh, two innings, first innings by India, as well as first inning by New Zealand, India did figure out how to play on this wicket. And don't forget, now it's a coach, is the Rahul Dravid, who used to be the best person, I call it, in Indian history, like a wall. Every time the crisis comes, he's the only one to face the challenge. And you can look at it. The plan worked when he sent Pujara to open the bat. The reason for that, 
if you look at this turning track, there was some uh, T20 strokes and different style of batting needed. It's not about test quality batting, what we used to see. In other words, normally in test, you have to be patient in your crease, wait for the ball, play on with a lot of defensive strokes. And this particular test, we can see that style is gone. It's been changed. Majority of the run score was off front foot or away from the crease. Means batsman has to come out and play on as soon as see the ball. That was the basic technique uh, what most of the South Asian players learn during the young age. When you're facing peer spinner, be careful what the ball, get to the ball if you can and play from the spot rather than you wait for it. Unless the ball is a sword, full, less variation, then yes, back foot is the choice. And in this particular inning, when India put that 200-plus score, it's because of that. No doubt New Zealand followed too. There is no point to stay in the crease and keep playing defense because that's going to turn into the ages or LBW or missing. So it's a scoring is a very hard on this track. So what they did, as soon as they can find a opportunity to score, they are going for the big stroke by coming out of the crease or going on front foot. And that's what it's happening in this test. But again, it's not going to last long. With two days left, almost 180 overs to go. And with this huge total, New Zealand has absolutely no chance to win it or to keep it draw. And... Uh, only slim chance you can expect is the rain, but looks like there is no forecast for the rain. So let's see. I'm expecting that it's going to bundle out today, means tonight, the fourth day, which is the uh, we're looking at the closer because the wicket is turning more and more day by day because it has a lot of cracks and keeping low. So it will be very difficult to play on. But no, for many reasons, this test turned out to be the very good to see whether you look at it full space or you're looking at the highlights, but there's a lot of excitement to watch this test because some landmarks broken. Okay. Ren, your favorite personality on Ren, would you like to ask um, Jatin any, anything at this point? We have a couple um, of <clears throat> Not really. Where's Cardinal? Not with us yet. I don't know. Okay. You want to ask I him have, a question? I have a question. No, I have a proud, um, exciting report to make. Okay, because we have, a coming on. We, we have a guest coming on at 7 o'clock. We've got a couple of guests coming on oh. at 7 o'clock. That's why we want to give you an opportunity oh. to do that. Oh, if you wish to do, okay, do thank it. Okay, mm-hmm. um, Ivor took me and my son to see the stadium. We were very impressed and very excited. Oh, oh, Virgil, 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 Virgil is the oh, one. Virgil. Who, Virgil is the one who invited you over, but he. he, he I'm, 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 I'm extremely impressed. Extremely yes. impressed. Yes, indeed. I know it's a, it's a wonderful structure. Um, it is. Yeah, indeed. I hope you were, would be able to come and get a I see a match in there in December if you're here that long, twenty second. <laughs> okay. I won't be here. That's, but that that. That's exciting news. Okay. The U.S. Open begins tomorrow, so he can, tomorrow. He can get some of those matches. 
Yes. Uh, we're we're going to uh-huh. be having Chris Gale, DJ Bravo, and, and all those guys. Some of the big, big weeks are going to be there in, in, in that tournament. Mm-hmm. I'll leave very early tomorrow, Ali. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you're going to miss out on this one. Mm-hmm. Hold your thoughts here because we have one of our guests on Jimmy Anglis Faria. And Dennis, take it away. <laughs> Dennis, Jimmy is on. Okay. Yes, good afternoon to you, friends, uh, and of course, uh, our guest, Jimmy Ankosaria. Welcome to the cricket show. Um, we hope that uh, we'll be able to get a few more of your um, co partners and uh, administrators on with us at some point. So we will probably give you a few minutes, uh, you know, allow you to say hi, and then we'll wait for those to come in before we go and launch into our, um, you know, what we call 30 degrees or is it 20 degrees? Good afternoon, Jimmy. Come on in. Say hello. Good afternoon, Dennis. I'm not sure. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you loud and clear. Wonderful, wonderful. I'll stand by and wait for my colleagues to join in and uh, uh, listen in in to the show while I'm waiting. Okay. Okay, thanks. We just want to welcome you and just want to introduce ourselves. I'm Leon. We have Audley Watson. We have um, Jatin Patel. We have Renford Door. We have, who else we have? We have, of course, And Sanjit has just joined us, um, Leon. And Sanjit is just has joined us, Dinah. So yeah. why don't we just say hello to Sanjit? Uh, can I bring him in? Right. Let me see if he's in there. Hello to you, Sanjit. Sanjit, you're on. Uh, he's probably mute, but we have him in. We have him pulled in. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. okay. So why don't we just introduce ourselves and Leon? Okay, Sanjit, you're on. Was- Go ahead. Go ahead, Dennis. Okay. Take it away. San- Sanjit is there, and we have uh, what might be Marty on the line as well, I think. Is that Marty858276? Can we? I think that is Marty Kane from the San Diego group. Leon, can you ascertain and bring him in? 858276. Oh, yes. I think that might be Marty. And Sanjit has been dropped out. I think he's Mark? probably going to call back in. Yes, he, okay. okay. Is, that, is that Marty at 8388? Yes, it is. It is. Welcome, Marty, to the cricket show. We will, uh, you know, give your colleagues a few more minutes to join us, and then we will launch into our um, little discussion. In the meantime, yeah, Leon, yeah. I just wanted to... Uh, Give you hot off the press, we've got news that West Indies captain Kieran Pollard has withdraw- is out of the tour of Pakistan. He is currently suffering injury from the T20s, and he hasn't recovered, so now he's withdrawn. Nicholas Poran will lead the T20 teams, and yes. Shai Hope will lead the uh, ODI team. So that's something hot off the press. We hope that he will recover soon enough. Hot okay. indeed, hot Thank indeed, you. hot indeed. Hot from the press. Mm. Hot off the press. Now we have as, as they say on cable television, breaking news, breaking news. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Leon Sanji just joined us. Can we bring Okay, why don't you take it away then, Dennis? Take it away. Sanji is back. Okay. So, um, we're losing Sanji. Well, maybe he can dial in if he's having problems via the um, internet. Do call in uh, Sanji. The number 1515-605-9850. Give us a call. So, I will start with uh, Jimmy and Marty, who are both on the line. Um, Jimmy, of course, as the one of the co-owners of the San Diego Surf Riders, and Marty Kane is uh, the team captain of the current Surf Riders team, and of course, Sanjit is part of the the group. We welcome them to the cricket show today, and uh, we're hoping that they can share with us some of their thoughts and insights into uh, the previous season that just concluded. I will start off by throwing this one out there to whichever one of you care to pick it up. In reviewing your season of the minor league play for this year, what lessons have you learned in this first go-round? Can you enlighten us, whichever one of you care to take that question? Uh, Why don't I um, ask Marty to uh, take it off with the uh, lessons learned on the cricket pitch, and uh, maybe I can uh, uh, chime in a little later on lessons learned as a franchise. Marty, would you like to take it? Yeah, sure. I I got that, Jimmy. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I think uh, some of the key lessons we learned, um, probably moving forward, we just have to make sure we get the right individuals uh, that have the same sort of uh, vision as we have as ownership um, and sort of captain of the side um, and we're all sort of pushing towards the, that same direction um, I think at times we might not have had that so much this year um, I think another thing important for us is um, probably utilising our youth a little bit more um, because long term they're going to be the guys that are going to be around and, and make this a strong uh, franchise into the future um, so th- those are a couple of the key learnings. Um, we cert- certainly learned a lot. Um, we we learned that we certainly need to be a lot better to compete with uh, some of the teams in our conference. Um, so we definitely definitely have some work to be done there, and we may need to add a, a couple of professional cricketers to the mix that can just help with that experience and. Uh, get us through some of those tougher situations that we um, came across during the season. Yeah, terrific, uh, Marty. This is Jimmy here, and um, uh, I cannot uh, but echo what uh, you just heard from Marty because the number one priority as the owners is to build a franchise culture, and uh, that, that clearly requires the players whom we bring on to the team to fit that culture. And I think, by and large, most people did. There were a few who perhaps, uh, you know, had a, a little bit more of a personal uh, uh, objective versus a franchise objective, and uh, that's natural in a in a team of uh, you know 18 people. But uh, clearly, we'll be looking to bring on um, uh, folks in to the 2022 season that are uh, better fit for the for the team and the culture of the uh, franchise. Uh, I think, as a owner of the franchise and one of the owners, that is. Uh, we learned uh, the importance of uh, uh, raising funds, you know, because um, 
Uh, you can't have uh, professionals come in and play, uh, you know, for love and fresh air. I'm sure they love that. And San Diego is a beautiful place that uh, has both of theirs. Both of that in, in abundance, but uh, I think at the end of the day, um, we do need to raise funds, and um, I think uh, it's very important for the community to step up. Um, uh, you know, if the owners are the only ones throwing in money, um, it's, it's not going to be a really a long-term success. So I think from our side, um, we definitely need to get better sponsors, more sponsors. Uh, uh, clearly, uh, you know, not Silicon Valley, but uh, San Diego has enough um, uh, let's say, to, to sponsor a cricket team. And uh, I think ultimately uh, it would be, uh, as an owner, I'd say uh, we're looking to someday have our own uh, grounds. Right now we're dependent on a state park, and, um, uh, and I'm sure Marty would love to see uh, a dedicated ground for cricket. So uh, I think those three things would be, uh, you know, important from, a, from an owner's point of view. One is to get players who will fit the culture. Number two, uh, get sponsors who could uh, really help us get those professionals that Marty wants to bring on. And, uh, of course, number three, someday I hope we can uh, have a ground of our own. Okay, thank you. Leon, we appear to have, I think, might be Sanjit at 6346. Can we bring him in? Yes, indeed. Okay. You, you go ahead with your... Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jimmy. Um, Marty, this one is directed to you because... During this first season, I offer my commendation to you as team skipper, having watched the team on many occasions. You, your many contribution with the bat was well noted. How, but oftentimes, skipper Marty ran out of dependable support. Would Marty consider promoting himself higher up the order to stabilize and offer encouragement and example for the, from the leading position? Yeah, so I mean, um, a few people spoke about that. Um, <clears throat> I felt number four was a, a good position for me to play through those middle overs and play a majority of the spin. Um, I do enjoy playing spin. Um, and I just had a little bit of concern uh, if I went up top and they nicked off early, how that might affect our team through the middle. Um, so... That, that played on my mind a little bit. Um, I thought four was the best spot for me. Some others thought perhaps I should be three. Um, but, I'd, yeah, I'm not sure that would have changed uh, course of path too much. I think we probably all just needed to be a little bit better. Um, I think we were, yeah, a little bit underpowered with the batting. Um, one averages were low and two strike rates were very low um so that was difficult we didn't have a lot of guys um putting pressure on the bowlers um therefore our scores were 120 130 six and over sort of stuff which was never going to be enough to win 2020 so we've just got to work out um some better combinations and um make sure people know their roles to ensure that we don't have six or seven guys trying to do the same thing uh, moving into the into the next season, um, so the, op- the the option is certainly there. I could bat a little higher, um, but personally, I think from a team perspective, having me around four is is not a bad option to to play those middle overs and hopefully be there to accelerate at the end. 
Thank you. Okay. Do, do you think play in the 2022 year minor league should continue to use artificial playing surfaces? Or put another way, should all matches be on turf wickets? Yeah, I think in, in a perfect world, they would all be on turf. Um, but I don't think we're quite there yet. I know we're, we're moving that way. Um, but I think until those pitches are at a certain level of, of decency, then probably we need to stick with artificial, unfortunately. Um, but I think maybe a good goal for 2023 would be everyone to be playing on grass. I think that's a, that's a more realistic outcome. I think if we force it too quickly, the, the grounds will be a little underprepared and perhaps overused as well. So I think probably 2022, we might still need to use a little bit of artificial, especially, especially on the East Coast. Um, but hopefully moving forward after that, it'll all be on turf. What about the... Um, Leon, we have Gangaram Singh, Dr. Gangaram Singh. Can you bring him in, please? Yeah. And in the meantime, Marty, I'm sorry, you're in the hot seat right now. Do you foresee or did you see any particular advantage playing on the uh, Astro turf as opposed to turf wicket? Because I know a lot of matches were played you know, in, on the Astro turf. Did you see any particular advantage to the team who uses that as their home ground? Um, maybe, maybe. Um, perhaps, yeah, there might be, but I'm okay with that. I think... <clears throat> Whatever, whatever surface you turn up and have to play on, um, if you're a good cricketer, you should be able to adapt and um, summarise those conditions and, and just get on with it. So, yeah, like I think any cricket game, the home side's going to have some sort of advantage with knowledge of the wickets. Um, but I think if you're a good cricketer, you can adjust the mind and, and your game to facilitate that. Thank you. Leon, I'll, I'll take two minutes from now and allow somebody else to make yeah, let me come in with one, Dennis, please. Yes. Gentlemen, uh, of course, we are really delighted to have you all on with us. But could you give us a, a brief description of your, your, your um, what you have been doing for cricket, your, how you, what is your performance? And secondly, the West Indies are going to be having England touring. Give us an idea of the outcome of that tour and what solutions would you have to help develop West Indies cricket. In recent times, West Indies has been performing below par. And any, anything that you gentlemen have seen that you might want to lend them to help develop the cricket. Gangaram, are you on? Because this is clearly a question up yeah. your alley. Yeah, no. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, can. yes yeah. I can hear you. Uh, yeah, I thank you. Uh, you were having some technical difficulties, but now I'm on. Um, to answer, Leon, your first question, what we have been doing at the grassroots level to promote cricket um, is we're trying to create an ecosystem. For anything to thrive, you have to have the different elements come together. And in San Diego, we do have a lot of cricket. We have recreational cricket. We have youth cricket. We have net facilities. We have Division One, Division Two, and we have surf riders. Um, 
we have to have that ecosystem working together and and complementing each other. And I think I think we have been working really hard at trying to bring you know facilities together with coaching and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so that that's what we've been doing. And I could comment, or Jimmy or Marty could comment on any one specific aspect there. But but that's what I would say we have been focusing on. And, and in terms of West Indies cricket, I think um, I think Desmond Desmond Haynes actually articulated the five um, the five conditions to get get West Indies back uh, to to a high level. And and so I wouldn't um, try to replicate what he said, but I I, I think the the one major thing is um, is the lack of discipline, and each player. Uh, needs to understand his role in the team right now, and 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 they don't. I mean, they open with different people. They have people moving all over the place. I mean, you and I, Leon, and and then Dennis, you know, with some level of certainty, if you're trying to compare what's happening now with what what happened when the when the West Indies was mighty, um, you could shut your eye, and anybody, any child in the Caribbean could set the batting order, right? Because everybody knew. Uh, where Viv would bat, where where Desmond would bat, and 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 if if Lloyd and Gomes, uh, you know, needed to bat, where they would bat, right? And then and then if all of them fail, uh, we know Dujan could come in at the end and help us, right? So and and the, the pace attack had their role. Now cricket has changed quite a bit. I agree, but I think it, it's critical in anything you do. By the way, if you're working, if you're in a family sort of situation. Um, you're in a community, you're in a charitable organization, you have to have a role, right? And you excel if you don't have clarity. If you don't have role clarity, you can't perform. That's the definition of performance, right? Is that you set a, a, a certain uh, role for an individual and you train to that role. Yes, you have to adapt, uh, as Marty was saying, into conditions and all that. I totally agree with him. But you have to have that basic mindset that I am here to win the game for my team uh, playing at this particular position. And I can't tell. I look at the West Indies right now and I see, I don't see that. I don't see any one of those players walking out there and saying, I'm going to win this game because I'm the best bowler in the world or I'm the best batsman in the world. Whereas in the heydays, you had that. So anyway, that was a long answer to a short question. You could tell I'm passionate about West Indies cricket and I, I want to see them uh, rebuild. Can, can I just follow up just to ask you, whom, whom do you blame for the demise of the West Indies cricket at this stage? Who do, who do I whom blame? You, uh, yeah, uh, who would you blame? That, 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 Leon, that's, that's not my role. But, but I think, I, I think here, here is what happens. Here, and it happens to the greatest, by the way. It happens to the most mighty organizations. It happens to the most mighty teams. It happens to the most mighty leader. And I think what it is, it's the lack of succession. To a large degree. You see, when you had the caliber of players that I say New Zealand is a great example, um, Australia, a great example of cultivating the next generation of cricketers as they are excelling in their with their current team, right? They are preparing for the next one. I can tell you with with, with certainty, the team that dominated cricket in the 70s and 80s in the West Indies, the second team was actually stronger. What was as strong, not stronger. Than uh, as, as the first team. I mean, I could name Bernard Julian, Andy Jackman, Carlisle Beth. I could name a, 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 
a ton of players in that second string team, right? The B team, who would now, if they were playing, they would be very competitive on the international scale, right? So, so there was that depth. And, and Leon, you asked me a question. I think that's it. We, I think we give up the, the farming system that we used to use and we don't emphasize it and the cricketers drift in different directions and all of that stuff. So, so it's a combination of factors, but I think, you know, you have to pay. You have to have rule clarity and you have to uh, prepare for the future. Back to you, Dennis. Okay. Um, this question for uh, probably Jimmy and maybe Sanjit. Do you visualize or have to make plans to change for the 2022 season? What major changes do you have in mind? for 2022 season? If so, which area? Sanjit, uh, can you handle that? Because we yeah, yeah, I, I can, I can handle this. Sure. Uh, I'll take a shot, Jimmy. You can chime in too. Um, well, Dennis, I think, uh, you know, for us, the 2020 season, it, it was the first uh, season, not just for, for the league, but for us. And the way we visualized it is it was going to be just a, a season of learning. Um, and on the cricket front, I think uh, Marty touched on uh, a few things in terms of team selection and, you know, even game day strategy and stuff like that. Uh, so on, on that front, you know, that piece of it will be taken care of with, with better collaboration and things like that with, with, with the players and, and, you know, trying to get a culture going in the team that uh, has chemistry. But uh, I can say on the administrative side, there was a, a lot of learnings that, that we will start to, to incorporate. To begin, I think, uh, you know, we, our focus uh, is not just on the league, right? We, we have a bigger purpose within the Surfriders to actually cultivate and, and spread cricket within the San Diego region. I think we take that on as a responsibility. Um, and so that filters in through the, the way we select our teams, who we select uh, in the team, of course, but I think also what we do and how we position ourselves within the community. Uh, what we didn't do a, a good job of last year, and once again, it, it's part of lessons learned, is we didn't tap into the community enough to get them to come out and, and, and support us, right? But um, even with the little effort that we put in, because, you know, there was so much of stuff going on on the administrative side, um, I think we, we couldn't help but not pay enough attention to sort of creating the buzz and, and going out and doing some outreach to the communities. I think that's one thing that will be a big change for us in the 2022 season. Uh, but I have to say, even with the little buzz that we tried to create, you know, with the website as it is, with some of the outreach programs that we have. And that's why, you know, I appreciate the opportunity to, to speak on your show here because that's all part of the outreach to the cricketing community, not just in San Diego. But we saw that, I mean, for example, with the merchandise, you know, we had merchandise, we had plans for merchandise, but we underestimated uh, how much interest there would be. Um, and we ran out. And, and so uh, those are the things that I think uh, on the administrative side we'll, we'll, see a, we'll see some changes coming out. We had a few logistics things, but that's kind of internal administrative stuff. You know, inter we, we've had teams traveling 
um, all over the place from Texas to Seattle to the Bay Area, uh, and COVID didn't make it easy. You know, there were some last-minute changes, so we've got to work some of those things out. Um, but I, I think you'll see uh, changes on the cricketing side, um, the significant changes in, in the teams that we select. I think Marty alluded to that. Uh, and there'll be a number of things that we'll do uh, on the uh, administrative side to promote the game, uh, not just within the cricket community uh, in San Diego, but even to the extended sports community in San Diego. So uh, cricket becomes something that people uh, begin to get familiar with. Are you able to reach out or have you tried reaching out to the local TV broadcast sports reporters to see if you can get them with, you know, sort of clips and uh, yeah. ads and did. Uh, promo. And did you get any we, response? We did, Dennis. We had a couple of clips uh, that uh, were carried by – we had uh, – people from KUSI, which is Channel 9 on, on TV, depending on what, you know, uh, service provider you use. Uh, but they came out and, and they, you know, they did a little uh, piece on, on the surf riders. They interviewed Marty and a couple of uh, other players, uh, also particularly the youth players that we have. So we did do some, uh, we get some outreach that way. But there's a lot more, I think, that we can do, uh, not just on... Um, on TV, but on social media and through, you know, community organizations and, and even radio. And that's the plan. All right, thank you. Uh, I'll try one more, Leon, if you like, before you... No, no I, on to perhaps else. I... Why don't you open to someone else? Yes, sure. Does anybody else have any questions? I I have a few more myself, but go ahead. Well, all right, I'm oddly here. I would like to ask a question. I don't know who, which of the gentlemen would like to take this up. But somebody comment about, um, you know, having the, a team culture and stuff like that. And, you know, it, it doesn't matter how talented you are, but if you are someone that really disrupts uh, the, the, the living room, uh, not living room, the, the dressing room, the thing, you know, camaraderie, um, that, that's not good. So how do you go about um, selecting your players? Is there a draft or is it that, um, you know, uh, recommendation from other players or managers? Um, just how you go about drafting your players? Sanjit, probably uh, back to okay. you and uh, Gangara. Okay. Do you want me to, okay, I, I'll take a first crack at it. Uh, so, you know, that, that's a great question because uh, at the end of the day, team culture is... Uh, uh, you, you can have a bunch of stars put together and assembled, but that don't make a team. And uh, I think just look at New Zealand and you'll figure that out. Uh, there is a draft, uh, but the way the draft works um, is you don't draft all players. Uh, you have a roster of about 18, of which nine can be fixed. Right? So you can fix three, and, and of the nine, three have to be, three can be, uh, you know, international professionals, uh, Three have to be domestic professionals, and, and there's definitions for each of those because there are some residency requirements. Um, and then there's three youth players, which is really great to see that you know youth yeah, in the yeah. minor league is, is 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 youth in the minor league. That's the future of cricket in this country. So for those nine players, what we try to do is um, 
focus on not not just the best cricketers, but to see if they have the best fit for what we are trying to do as an organization. Uh, it's not easy to do, right? Because um, when you're getting players from outside of the region um, and even outside of the country, sometimes you you all you go can go by are statistics and maybe a couple of phone calls. Um, so with with that, we we picked as best we could. Um, and then you go into a draft, and the draft is essentially, you, you know, what we try to do is before we have the draft, we know who's on the draft, and we try and talk to these people. Uh, this, the, the numbers are there for us to see, right? Um, but uh, we, need, we, we talk to them, we ask them, you know, for what their thoughts are, why they want to play for San Diego, what is it about us that they like, uh, and we try that. Um, we were somewhat successful last year, I'd have to say, not fully, but that's part of the lesson to learn. I, I think we'll only get better at doing that. And at the end of the day, I think, uh, you know, our goal is to get a team that gels, uh, and then you have, you know, one plus one equals three, basically. And that's the goal. Yeah. And, and the, the next... Go ahead, Sam. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah. No, and I think, um, you know, just, uh, just said that's the composition of the squad. And then what we wanted to accomplish this year was to stay out of the way after them, you know, and um, we have, we have, like I said, we have roles uh, as, uh, as owners or as coordinators or administrators. And, and then we allow uh, the cricketers to sort of build that camaraderie because you can't really force uh, um, uh, camaraderie and culture, right? We provided the, the opportunities for the team to grow. And, and, and you know, it's a learning. It's, a, it's really, culture takes time to build. It's not a switch that you can turn on. And, and what happens is that over time, behaviors build culture, right? And so those are the things that we have to continue to enforce as Sanjit, that once we put the team together, um, we can take a, a, a presumptive guess as to how the team will gel together but behavior will demonstrate it. It's like the, you know, the things that, that I, when I was growing up, that I admired about players, um, you know, they, they're not even in the team and they're there backing up the gears, right? They're there they're taking water for the team, right? There's no attitude. You come and you're grateful that you're on the squad and you wait for your opportunity, right? And when you get your opportunity, you let the ball or the bat, um, you know, speak for you. And, and so that's the – we have given a lot of latitude this year in terms of, of building that, and we'll continue to do that. But now we have the experience or the benefit of, of seeing uh, what the different uh, strategies in terms of building a team can offer. And, and so we've learned from it, and I, I think I we've, we will get there uh, uh, soon. Yeah, uh, uh, just to comment on your the guys who are not even you know a part of the eleven stuff and and they are they are they're active working. I guess they fully understand that there's no I in team and guys like those who go very very long way. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll come back afterwards. I'll come back afterwards. Mm-hmm. That's it for me. Thank you. Okay, we have Mackenzie. Mackenzie joined us. Yes, indeed. Okay. okay. Why don't you go? I can. Uh, make, make, make. Now, Leon, I know Jimmy and uh, 
Gangaram Singh and most of the people who are involved in the yeah. Santiago cricket for a long time. And uh, I met personally to them too at some point, especially mm-hmm. Jimmy. I was uh, meeting him at the Atlanta Open when he came mm-hmm. out with his team. And uh, it's a good thing to hear. There's a lot of things happening through this minor league. It's a very promising initiative, I call it. And uh, hats off and salute to the all owners because they are the one putting the effort, including the financial terms at the moment. And that will open up a lot of opportunities for the future. There is uh, not to be a panic about the, how the season went or some failures or some disappointment because all, all are expected because of the first season. It's a learning curve. We have to improve from almost every corner of the game. That includes the officiating the coaching, the team management, our national administration and structure, all those. But there were hurdles because of this corona. And there were also hurdles for a lot of uh, players do not want to travel at certain points, certain way. And that makes a little bit complicated. But again, we know what's going on. And being a, I'm also part of the Atlanta Promvis, so I will not speak too much about it. But mm-hmm. I will say this is the good thing is happening. And uh, we like to bring these uh, other minor league owners too on the show. So we can do the part two, which is the outside support. If the radios and TVs can help your initiative at the local levels and promote the game. And uh, those are the idea behind to bring more sponsors and support from the non-playing or beyond our South Asian and Caribbean community, which is the heavily involved right now. And all we can show is I'm 100% agree with Jimmy on one point that administration has to do more here to go behind the, beyond the social media and existing cricket fraternity we have in this country. Because that is the main uh, uh, avenue we may see that if the cricket has to do well, or if you want to sustain these uh, projects or initiative for a longer time, then we need more support than what we have today. And every season will be different. It will bring some hurdles. It will be more expensive. And 100%, the improvement is there. And that's good for the USA cricket. So, again, uh, I know most of you guys, including Marty, he's doing some coaching there. So, hats off and salute to all of you guys what you do. Silly, I don't have any question from my side, so I'll let it go to the other panelists if they have anything. Can we? Okay. So, is the window? Can you? Leona will ask a question to the, you know, the, the San Diego group. Does the USA? Okay, thank you. I was asking the question, does the USA major and minor league teams have the economic support to attract national players, international players from abroad to participate here in our version of the T20s? And is this likely to benefit USA cricket as well as these minor major league clubs? 
I, yeah, I, yeah, this is gangrene. I, yes, no. I, I think so. I, I, you know, they, what are the means? Let me, let me tackle that question, and then I'll, I'll, I'll have, or somebody else can, can comment on the composition and whether international players would help and all of that. Uh, you know, everyone will have an opinion on that. But in terms of the means, I, I, you know, there is going to be um, a, a, a business decision at the end of the day. I don't think the U.S. is um, is mature. Cricket is not mature enough to sort of go down the philanthropic route. Uh, it will get there. Uh, I have no doubt about it, but it's going to take some time. Uh, in, in terms, though, of uh, the short run, I think m- the majority, and, and I'll speak for us a little bit, and yeah. I'm sure the other, the other franchises are in the same situation economically, the, the challenge is, is to break even. And, and like every business, it's going to take a little bit of time before you can start generating any any um, returns on investment. I think where the major challenge will be is for those franchises that have dreams of building stadium and, and building a, a dedicated field. Um, that is where I think uh, the, the, the differentiation will come in the long run. Um, you know, I know we have a lot of folks from the Caribbean or from the West Indies on this call, right? Uh, it's like the old days. You know, if you're in Jamaica and you play at Sabrina, you'll attract the, the resources, right? Um, if you're in Guyana and you play at Providence or in the old days you play at Borda, um, you'll attract the resources, right? You'll get the businesses. You'll get the uh, businesses and, and philanthropists like to go after winners, right? So they, there's that 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 will happen and and i think it's the same thing that will happen in the u.s the grounds for example i mean in, in prairie view and um in florida those will become major attraction uh, woodley uh, in la uh, is a pretty pretty attractive um, location too right and so you will see these places start to differentiate themselves uh, from cricket like any other place in the world right if you play in mumbai and you're playing at one kd that uh, that brings the resources, right? And so I think a lot, whoever invests in which clubs and an and organization end up investing in facilities will attract the resources. That's that's my my opinion. Thank yeah, Gangaram, if I could add, this is Jimmy here. Uh, I think this is an opportunity for the ICC to uh, to actually give a helping hand because. Um, there's no doubt cricket in the United States uh, uh, is going to be a winner. There's, there's in my opinion, no, no question about that. Uh, we've got the uh, financial, um, let's say, uh, power to, to become a major cricket country. Uh, but to get it going, um, and one of the things that I'm personally, uh, you know, it's, it's, it means a lot to me, is uh, this, uh, the ability to be more equitable. If I have any, uh, I wouldn't say criticism, but feedback for the minor league this year, uh, money shouldn't be the differentiator between teams. It shouldn't be, to, to have a good competitive league, it shouldn't be such where the, the teams with the money attract, uh, you know, very, very uh, high professional players, and uh, it's very one-sided. Uh, I did speak with um, uh, the, the, the folks who were running uh, major league cricket and minor league cricket in the United States, and I expressed this to them, and they agreed that, uh, for example, I mean, uh, almost from the day the uh, minor league teams were set, 
uh, you could predict that the winner was going to come out of the Bay Area, you know. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, of course, kudos to them. They were fabulous teams. But uh, clearly the amount of money that was available to, this, uh, to these three teams in the Bay Area, uh, it was almost guaranteed that uh, one or maybe both of them would land up in the finals, except that they met in the semifinals. So I think what the ICC can and should do is to invest in, the, uh, in cricket in the United States. And it's much the way you can see cricket blossoming in India. You see, before, at least uh, when people like Sanjit, myself, and Raj were growing up in India, uh, there were pretty much four or five major uh, cricket uh, areas, you know, Mumbai, Delhi, uh, Calcutta, uh, Chennai, Bangalore, Hyderabad, maybe. Uh, and now, test matches, one-day internationals, T20s are played in so many of the Indian cities, and every one of them, the grounds are fantastic, facilities are terrific, and you can see how it's helped India, because now you have, if you talk about the bench strength, like Gangaram talked about the West Indies, where anyone from the second team would walk in, uh, I can challenge anyone that the fourth or fifth team in India can take on any country in the world today. I mean, the number of players they have, from opening batsmen to um, to fast bowlers, spinners, you name it. So I think in the United States, we could do something similar where if we just had a little bit of help from uh, something like the ICC, they're making so much of money around the world, uh, invest some of them in the smaller places, allow smaller uh, cities, uh, relatively smaller cricket-wise, to put in that uh, facility, et cetera. I think you're going to see the whole country, uh, you know, the United States, uh, really, you know, turn into a major, major cricket power. So that's my two cents here. No, but, but the thing about it, how long will that take? Because you know that uh, the United States is firmly entrenched in baseball. And anything to that is the, um, they have an aversion. To me, they have an aversion to it. So yeah. um, it will take some time because we don't have a... We, we 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 don't have a kin, we don't have a a, a, a garden here for, for cricket. Cricket is being played from by people from outside the United States. So until we begin to have a cradle here, we have, it's going to be a long time before cricket becomes a dominant um, part of this culture. Don't you not think so? Well, I, I mean, I'd, I'd agree with you a little bit, not not totally, though, because I think uh, there is place for cricket and baseball to survive. In fact, uh, we've had quite a few people from the baseball community, including commentators, etc., who have been um, absolutely mesmerized by the game of cricket. They want to see it uh, flourish. And remember, uh, the thing about cricket, especially if you look at it as a minor or major league, uh, it's, it's going to be a six-week to eight-week uh, sort of season unlike baseball, you know, so people will come out and they will, they will come out and uh, view a game. I mean, we're talking about one or two games in a city uh, every couple of weeks, not every day. So I think there is, there is an opportunity, particularly if we get the grassroots, where we get the students and get cricket into the NCAA, for example, and people, and I think we will, we will even attract folks from uh, the West Indies because right now uh, the kids are going into basketball versus cricket because there's no money in cricket uh, as in in the Caribbean. But they, if they came That's to American right. schools, That's if they right. came to American schools, they'll get they'll get a lot more funding. Yeah, you know, Jimmy, let me make 
Let me make an observation there, though, uh, and, and I think it's an interesting point. I mean, and I'll just say from our season, right? We're trying to, to look back and see lessons learned from, from the first season. Um, I would say the fact that we didn't have a regular schedule also affected any momentum. You know, rhythm is an important thing in cricket, right? When the ball is coming through, you can drive, right? You can predict what is going to happen, right? And, and I think what happened is that we had one game at the beginning and we only had one more day, right, at the end. On the other hand, I think the teams in, in, that had home field and they had a regular schedule, they were able to build from the mistakes they made the first week, right, and cover it in the second week, right? And that kept the momentum going. We didn't. We had twice. We had two shots at it. We had two days in San Diego. One at the beginning that was a stellar, I think, uh, for a beginning of a league, it was great. The momentum was there. The food, the atmosphere was there. Uh, but then it, it died. The buzz died, right, until the end. And by the time then, you know, we hadn't, uh, we were coming back after a long season and so on and so forth. We still had some upbeat. The environment was there. But I think if we can get some regular attendance, and people know what they expect and they start scheduling it, you, you, you'll pick it up that way. Uh, it, it has to be predictability. And that has been an issue with United States cricket, I would say, uh, for the last 20 years that I've been observing it, right, for the last two decades. And it's a deep stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, right? So somebody would come up or some region would come up or some administration would come up, but the continuity wasn't there. And, and if you check, too, that, that, that can be replicated a lot of places in the world. You need consistency, uh, predictability. I can tell you now when I'm going to go play, see a baseball game at Petco Park uh, three years from now, right? I, I know that there's going to be 100 and whatever uh, tickets that I could, you know, pick uh, 40, right? If I buy a season ticket, I, 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 and I have to plan for it, right? And so if you look at the, the sports and the and plays and recreation that have predictability in them, you can start planning on it, right, and, and travel. So if I know that next year uh, minor league uh, will be in five different locations and uh, these are the dates for them, I can start planning my schedule, right, and the momentum will pick up. So I think there's, once we get those basic organizational things correct um, and it's predictable, it, it will improve. If I could chime in on this, because I think this is an important, this is a good question in terms of the journey. And and um, cricket is never going to be a dominant sport in the United States, in my opinion. And, and I don't think we should even try to get there. I mean, it's like saying, can baseball become a dominant sport in, in, uh, in India? But I think what we need, what it's going to need is, is a, the, the right vision and the money behind it with some patience. Uh, because if you if you look at you know the good analogy for cricket in the United States is soccer in the United States, uh, and it, it has taken soccer about 20 years or more to get to a point uh, of where they are now. Uh, and I think for us in cricket, we should have goals that are not necessarily pie in the sky, but goals that uh, are achievable that we can get to over a decade. Right? For instance, what what would be good. Uh, is we should plan to have a competitive team in the World Cup right, in the next decade. But that's going to take a journey. Right now, I mean, we've, all, we've been involved with cricket since the early 90s. Cricket, till now, 
has been a game that's been played by uh, professionals who have a full-time job uh, that play it on the side, right? Uh, and we have to get to a point where you can earn a, a living uh, or playing cricket. And that's going to take uh, not getting games, international games played here. That's going to create the buzz, right? But the real... Uh, the real journey for cricket in, in the U.S. is going to have to start, and I think we've alluded to this earlier, at the grassroots, and that's going to have to be in the schools and colleges and, and clubs and, and starting getting professional teams, uh, and that takes, that takes years to do. Uh, and I think with the minor league and the major league focus here, they've got the, uh, their eye on the right prize. I think they've got the right vision. They've got the money, and my hope is that they will have the patience to stick with this because it's going to take that type of journey to get to the point where, I mean, if you look at the numbers from what I've been told, there's about 10 to 20 million, somewhere in the range there, I know that's a big range, uh, of people who follow cricket, who view it uh, on a TV audience uh, in the United States. Right? If yeah. we can grow that to 30, 40 million, now we've got a sizable, you know, a sizable viewing population it's a huge market from a TV perspective in terms of viewership, uh, but that's the balance, right? Do we want the U.S. to be a viewership market or a player market? If it's a viewership market, then we'll just continue to get international games and big stadiums here that are viewed by one billion people in India. You know, I think, my hope is that I think we, we, the stage is set now uh, with, with, the, with the major league and the minor league the money is there, and we, we, we hear about it. We see some of it. Uh, I just hope they have the patience to stick with it. Yeah, no, I think Sanjit is spot on, I think. And that, that they, I think we can learn from soccer and lacrosse. And the, mm-hmm. the, the challenge, I think, the, um, the, I, I, the hurdle, the major hurdle is to, is to get, and I'm going to say this as gently as I can, is to is to not allow cricket to become a South Asian sport in the United States, and that's what it is right now. So I think I think that barrier. The the day we get uh, a few, um, you know, the more we diversify that playing pool and start getting in, and I'm sure Jimmy talked about it, getting into schools and having uh, the regularity of the game, and and you know, it's an option. Right now, it's not an option when I go to school. When I, um, and a big one, actually, you talk about baseball. Baseball is actually rooted in NCAA, in NCAA right? You have to go to university, right, pretty, pretty much to play, except if you're coming through the, the farming system in the Dominican Republic and so on and so forth. But, but in the United States, college football, same thing, right? There's an infrastructure and a pathway that, that allows you to get to that level of of popularity at the end, and I, and I think that will be, in the United States, that's a major, major hurdle that we have to hope overcome. It can be, and it's going to take time, as Sanjit is saying. Soccer did it, lacrosse did it to a large degree, and so we have to be able to go back and look at those two sports and see how they broke in and, and to, to learn from it. Leon, I have a throwaway question for the panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I, I have got more. I got, I got one, one, one more question I want to pose. I don't know if you have time to me. No. So we are running out of time, as a matter of fact. So what so do you what suggest? Do you suggest 
Oh, oh. Okay. So, uh, do I have the floor, or are you? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I have a throwaway question for the the San Diego group. I know in the past you've had players such as uh, players such as Raj Guy, former national player in India, Gangaram yourself, Sanjit yourself, Ram Madabushi, and others who have performed admirably for the San Diego Cricket Club. My question is, any thoughts or encouragement to, for any of this group to return to active player status? <laughs> you, you're kidding, right? But thank you, Dennis. Thank, thank you for the vote of confidence. I mean, I, uh, you know, it... it um, they, 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 we have a lot of talent in San Diego, and and you know, the, the our role right now is to make sure that we provide the environment for cricketers to thrive, and 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 that's where I think we should put our focus. Sanjeev, you might come back. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, I, I think, Dennis, um, th- there is no secret sauce, except I think all of us are young at heart and mind, but Mother Nature tells us otherwise when we try to run on the field with, with our bodies. Uh, I, I, what, for us, I think that, you know, you work on what you can control is and try to be as fit as you can be. Uh, uh, but, you know... Th- the, the other day, someone showed me. I, I went on a, on a run, a charity run, and um, someone took a video of it and showed me the finish. And I really thought I finished strong. Like, I mean, I felt like you know, uh, like a cheetah <laughs> until I saw the video. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but I think uh, you know, when when at least for me, I I don't play as much. Uh, but for us, when we play, uh, we sort of fill in, except for Gangaram, who, who is still a regular player. Uh, and when we fill in, we hope to play the role of not just uh, you know a player, a fielder that gets put somewhere, but also uh, kind of just telling the guys, uh, you know, when things are going south, they hang in there, giving us giving our two cents of wisdom, whatever we have left to them. And that's more the role than anything else. And that's at least for my side. All right. Thank you. Leon? Yes. yes just, just one, one final, final question to the panel. Panelists. Don't you Don't think, think that, that there are too many, many T20, T20 tournaments, tournaments around the world? Is it taking a toll on players? And is it responsible for the players' injury and the low scores that we have, have in this? And, and finally... What are the prospects of the major league tournament coming in 2022? Marty, you want to chime in? I think we lost. Is Marty lost? No, Marty's still there. No, Marty's still there. Because he's in the playing pool now, so. Come on in, Marty. Sorry, 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 guys. I just cut out a little bit there. Could you just repeat that? The question is the amount of T20 tournaments around the world. Is it taking a toll on players? And is it responsible for the low scores we have in other forms of cricket? 
and, and injury, injury that is taking, taking place, place with players, players as a whole? Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's a really good question. And, um, yeah, I, I love watching all cricket, but the amount of cricket coming on the TV, that T20 now, and even just in the last month watching that T10 stuff, um, it's tough to watch it actually. It's it's really dimin- diminishing the the skill of proper cricket players and just becoming just brutal hitting and small boundaries. And um, so for me, even as a relatively modern day cricket, I think there is a little bit too much. Um, at the same time, it, I guess it's hard to argue with the financial benefit of it, which I I don't personally know, but. For sure, there's something going on there that obviously this cricket is extremely financially beneficial for for people involved. So um, I think it's it's tough and it's it's hard to watch your favourite players popping up in a different team every two months um, and trying to mm-hmm. keep track of where they are and what they're doing. Um, so I think it definitely would be taking a toll on these players that are just travelling all over the show, and it must be tough having some sort of loyalty to these teams when they're playing for so many different teams within a short period of time. Um, and, yeah, I think you can see some of that batting in the, the test matches and stuff like that. There's fewer guys that are able to to bat long now. Um, and probably that's why a lot of the international teams vary so much between formats. Um, if you look at the, the test teams and the... Um, T20 teams have to vary so much because those guys are more suited to those roles because the T20 guys are playing too much T20, I'd say. Uh, you know, uh, this is Gengar. Marty, thank you. And, and Marty, um, you, you know, here, I want to comment on that from a very different perspective. You know, and, and I, I know our, our West Indian friends here will, will agree with me, but, but remember when we were growing up, right? And we had to wait for a test match to come to the Caribbean, right? And yeah. you dream about it. You dream about it. You prepare for it. I don't know about you, but my mom used to get up in the morning, like 5 o'clock, and cook for us to take to the ground, you know, so that we could watch the game, right? And I remember a particular test match, actually, in Guyana, where the last day Gavaskar was batting, and the game had no outcome whatsoever, and the, the, the stadium was packed, right? But so there is... Uh, the, the point that I'm trying to make is that scarcity um, creates uh, a sense that, that I want to be a, a part of this thing. Now, if I can turn on and watch uh, Tendulkar and Kohli back every week and they go out there and they, they, it, it, that, it loses its charm, I think. And while it's a skillful thing, and, and from a player's perspective, you think about it, you're going into play, um, in the old days, you don't get that opportunity back in a month, right? Because it, it doesn't come up too often. So you stick around for a while. Now here, if you go, you know what, if I go out today for a dock tomorrow, I go in a different place and I get a chance to make another series set of runs, right? And then I travel up to the Bay Area. I travel up to this area, right? There isn't that hunger anymore. You're losing it because it's, it's abundant. The opportunities are abundant then. And so the, 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 the opportunity to excel and the anticipation and the preparation and all of that stuff uh, diminishes. Also, your body wears out over or if you're if you're abusing it every week, right? It wears out 
factor, right? It doesn't get a chance to recover. And so, on. so there's both a physical and a mental and, a, and, a, and an economic toll. And, and I know a lot of people disagree with me on this one, and that's okay, as Marty said. But, um, but, but it, is, it, it has consequences, and I don't think we have, we have thought through the consequences uh, 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 as yet. At least the, the cricketing community or the fraternity hasn't given it a full, a full view on what it will do with the sports in the long run. Thank you so much. Now, uh, gentlemen, you know, we kind of allotted an hour or so for you to uh, be in the hot seat. It's your hours up, and uh, we welcome the fact that you were able to come in and exchange ideas and thoughts and your views on uh, the, the development of the game here in the United States. If you wish to um, say goodbye at this point, we would certainly say thank you for coming. If you wish to remain with us, you can certainly hang in there because we still have another hour of the show to go, and I'm sure we have more um, thought-provoking ideas and questions that we will be discussing. And my final question to you and the group here is that recently comments up and accusations of racism in English county cricket and Yorkshire in particular has raised its ugly head. And we see that Yorkshire entire staff of coaching has resigned as a result. I'm wondering what are your various thoughts on this idea of uh, what's happening uh, in English county cricket with regards to racism in the UK? You know, let me, let me take and then I'll turn it over to anybody else. Uh, you know, racism is just wrong and and should be condemned at any any level whatsoever. And and I hope I hope that we can use sports. Um, you said Michael Holding said it the best. I think that we can use whatever uh, vehicle, whatever tool we have uh, at our disposal as individuals. Uh, to be as inclusive as possible. It's 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 terrible, and and we need to we we need to each do what we can and stand up against racism. That 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 would be my my personal view. Thank you. And, and Ganga, to Anybody me, else? Yeah, so this is Sanjit. Um, I think I, I'm not. I have to say I'm not familiar enough with exactly what's going on in Yorkshire, but just in, in general. There is no place for racism in, in cricket, and unfortunately, it is the case that there is. But I think uh, we have a wonderful opportunity in the U.S. to help that uh, in the sense that, and it comes back to what Gangaram said a little earlier, we're a melting pot uh, in the U.S., and uh, that should be reflected in our cricket community as well. Um, and I think a lot of that, goes away when you play with each other. You know, I can speak for myself and, and, and I know Jimmy uh, when we first came, uh, when we first started playing here. Uh, growing up in India, you only get a chance to play with Indians. You know, um, and we never had a chance to play with any of the other cricketing cultures. And when you play, play them here, you realize that there are different cultures, but it, it's a wonderful melting pot. In San Diego, we had an amazing group of cricketers from all over the, the Commonwealth. 
Um, so I, I think we have the opportunity in the U.S. to lead on that front. I hope we grab it um, because there is no space for racism here. Thank you. Any other? Jimmy, Marty? Okay. I, I honestly you. haven't been following it, so I, I don't want to comment too much on that. But obviously, right. certainly don't no place for racism at all. Thank you. Thank you very much, gentlemen. At this point, we could say thank you for being with us, and we will not, you know, we will not think bad of you if you choose to um, leave us at this point. Uh, but thank you again, and we wish you well. We'll certainly have you back with us because as the season gets closer to beginning next year, we hope that we can uh, haul you back in the studios and hear your thoughts and views as far as the new season that we will be approaching. So thank you once again, Jimmy, Gangaram, Sanjit, Marty. Thank you for being with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Thank Bye-bye. you very much, guys. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Gentlemen, we want to just welcome Simon O'Brien. O'Brien. Come on in, Come on Simon. Simon. A very good evening to you, Mr. President. And I also say good evening to Dennis and Cardinal. Thank you. Audley, Virgil, Mr. Patel, Jetno, Ivor Henry, Mr. Thank McKenzie, you. and those... Um, Visitors and who had an old show. Ren. I was very fortunate to come on. And heard your your speakers, and I was very impressed by the answers, and uh, it was very good to hear them come on the show and enlighten us about what's going on about cricket in America. Okay. 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 Yeah, just before, just before you go. Just... Just a reminder that you are inside the Lawrence Yagaro hour. The eight o'clock, eight to nine is the Lawrence Yagaro hour. So you're right in the Lawrence Yagaro hour. Go ahead, Mr. Simon. Or back to you, Leah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, as I was saying, we're going to we're going to bypass the question, question by Simon this evening. You mind, right? We're going to give you a echo for a while, though. We're having an echo for a while, Leon. When only when you speak. Right. Okay, ready for the question, Mr. President? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Simon. Okay, my book here says we had a well, we had a player playing. His name is Alistair Cook, and uh, my part of the question is, what country did he play for? And could you tell me his total score in test cricket? I have a player, name is Alistair Cook. Please tell me which country he played for and his total cricket score in test cricket. England, mm-hmm. 1,646 runs. Okay. It's England, and I believe it's... Uh, 12,470-something. Okay. Was I know, I know 10,000 plus, I know that. And, you, and, you, and you're saying he played from England? Yeah, he played for England, and I believe yes, he is around 12,470-plus-something, uh, 12, couple of runs more, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you so much, Mr. Patel. And we go down the panel. 
All right, Audley. Uh, I'm saying uh, I know I know he's in excess of twelve thousand because um he overtook um a friend here from from a South African guy, but they dismissed after you know the what kind of I forget his name right now. Um, okay. Former captain too, but um yes he's from England. Uh, opening batsman, former captain, and changed uh, some you some some twelve different um partners to in the opening partnership for, for England. So um yeah, it's twelve thousand plus. Okay, thank 12, you. Twelve thousand plus. Okay, thank you, Audley. Did, did someone say something? Um, give me the name. Um, Kevin Peterson. Kevin Peterson, thank you, sir. Thank you. I'm looking at him, but I just couldn't forget. Him. <laughs> just couldn't remember the name. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dennis, uh, we'll hear from Dennis. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Alistair Cook, he was an Essex player from the UK, and he is amassed, what, 33 test entries. And I agree with Jason, his total runs is somewhere in the order of 12,000. Or the okay. Twenty. Yes, twelve thousand. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much, Dennis. And Virgil is Virgil with us? I haven't heard him. No, but we have Ren with us. I don't know if he wants to. He, he wanted to challenge. Say, okay. give his piece. And is Mr. Patel with us tonight? Yes, yes. indeed, he was. He did give you his total, didn't he, not? Nice. Go ahead, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll give you it's uh, England and 12,470 plus. I believe maybe okay. two runs, about 2,470. Okay, thank you. And Ivor, I haven't heard Ivor tonight. He's busy at the moment. Okay, and Mr. McKenzie? Yeah, Mr. McKenzie. From England, and he made 12,400. And 27 runs. Oh, okay, thank you. Thank you. Oh, you don't want it to look too oh, hard, so you turn it around, oh, eh? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> we, we, we need to qualify that one. That sounds like... <laughs> he, he, turned it, he turned it around at the end here. <laughs> I, I, I know, I'm yeah, looking at it now, but of course I gave my, my answer already. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that it, Mr. Mr. President? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yetna is not with us. No, no. And Ivor is, is busy. His hands yeah. are up. He's not. Okay. But does he want to answer? Simon, we want to answer. No, go ahead. Go ahead. We have some. We 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 want to get to the Westerners. So just give us the answer. Okay. Give us the um, answer. Question is, Alistair Cook played for England. That part is right. And his total score in his career was twelve thousand four seventy two. In 161 oh. tests. Did I, did, did I win the prize? You no, you the two numbers at the back after you look at uh, uh, <laughs> you, 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 You're disqualified, Mr. McKenzie. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. That's too yes, bad. Not the head of the class, at the bottom of the class. Exactly, <laughs> sir. Okay, okay. I will leave with that. Right. Good, Good job, Mac. Good job. Good job. Thank Good you. Question. Thank you. Good question, uh, gentlemen. Gentlemen, we have to get into the West Indies. West Indies being defeated by Sri Lanka. So why don't we just go Thank right you. into it? Um, uh, West yeah. Indies got another defeat at the hands of Sri Lanka, this time by 164 runs. West Indies 
253 and 122. Sri Lanka, 204 and 344, 45.9. Wait, 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 wait. Dennis, can you come in with your your essay? My comment. My comments on, on, on this situation here. Yes, thank you, Leon. As I see it, cricket is a game, a contest between teams. The match very often fluctuates with balance that is delicate. And so it is quite impossible to say with certainty which side has an advantage that will prove decisive. We come to the matter of the West Indies two test matches in Sri Lanka. There were no fluctuations, delicate balance, or uncertainty as to which side would prevail. West Indies were woefully inept, unprepared, and totally lacking in all departments of the game we have so skillfully mastered in past years. That my beloved team was unprepared and without skill was very evident. I watched with anger and frustration as West Indies batters timidly pushed forward, not watching the ball onto the bat. The bat was in place, static, and waiting for the ball to make contact with the close infield. infielders from Sri Lanka was ready for the pop-up catch. West Indies batters at the start of their second innings looked and performed as if mesmerized and unable to connect with short pitch deliveries. Going down the leg side, balls that end up striking the batter on the left side pad repeatedly. The embarrassment of this series defeat is hard to swallow. And this brings me to the Cricket West Indies published policy paper. And I quote, the paper is entitled, The West Indian's First Policy. In the preamble, Cricket West Indies states that our West Indian team being continuously lowly ranked on the ICC success ladder causes strong feelings of denial and embarrassment, and stakeholders are demanding explanations solution, and improve results. I continue the quote. Indian first policy is a timely call to action. It is an absolute necessity for the future well-being of West Indies cricket. And in order to achieve a renewed sense of purpose and excellence within CWI, difficult choices and challenging decisions may have to be made. I continue the quote here. It is a necessary and timely policy which should make a major difference to the quality of the future output of West Indies cricket. Today, my call to Cricket West Indies is this. You have the policy. Now implement it fully and fix this stench of embarrassment. We demand solutions and improved results. For too long, we have been watching this mediocrity masquerading as progress and success. Surely somewhere in the West Indies, we can find players capable of becoming leaders. 
What is required is discipline, dedication, and skill to self-motivate. We need players and administrators with the guts to crawl out of the mire we have embraced for the past few years. I still remember quite clearly assistant West Indian coach Estwick telling the press that one bad game doesn't make a summer. Well, Coach Estwick, how well do you count? How many bad games have the West Indians played this summer? Let me remind you. First, there was Bangladesh, followed by Sri Lanka, then Pakistan, then South Africa, then Australia, and Sri Lanka for a repeat. When will this summer end? Gentlemen, that is my intake or my outtake on this disgraceful and embarrassing torture we're facing at the hands of the West Indian players. Now let's hear your thoughts. Yes, gentlemen, you heard, you heard. Dennis, what are your thoughts? Starting with, with Audley. Uh, well, well done, Dennis. Well, well put done, together. Dennis. Yeah, um, just just looking back at the looking back at the series, um, Sri Lanka right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mr. Edwick really need to be reminded, uh, as as Dennis, you know, remind us all uh, moments ago. Uh, yes, um, it's it's hard. It's really hard to be to to, to be proud, you know. Uh, of the West Indies team, no, mind me, I'm 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 still I'm still a big fan of the West Indies. At least, as a matter of fact, you know, um, they cause me even even many times now when they are touring overseas, they cause me to, to lose sleep in the night. Um, this last test match that I lost, you know, um, I, I went to I went to sleep and say, okay, I'm I'm gonna wake up and and, and watch the, the the conclusion of the match, you know. Supposedly, and when I woke up and I, I, I flipped the channel, I'm seeing other test matches being played, and nothing was seen. So I said, "Oh, let me check my phone." When I checked the phone and the app, I realized that the West Indies were all out already for less than 150. I, 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 I was amazed. I was shocked. I'm saying, "Come on!" But you know, um, there, there are there are some good things to come about it, especially this last test match here. Yeah. Um, one of the guys that were giving up, uh, uh, you know, a, a whole lot of bad mouth was Pramal. You know, and some were saying, oh, Pramal can't even out me and, uh, you know, whatever it is. And, and yes, and, and, I'm, and I'm so happy. I'm so happy that he performed well. Uh, we have a system where you, where you um, select players according to how they perform in, in, in the four days um, tournaments that we have in the Caribbean. And while while some you will have to just look at the players and say, look, they have they have gone past their best, so um they're, they're just having some fun now. But um some some of the guys, although they are they are more senior, but but they are they are really producing good good cricket, good bowling, good batting as the case may be. So um when Permal was really criticised and stuff like that, and even you know to um come in for 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 Jimbo, which is Carl of course, and um. And to see him perform the way he did, I, I mean, I, I, I was real happy for him. I was really, I'm no big fan of, of Pramon, 
but you know, just the way that, that he was being taken apart by, by, by cricket analysts and stuff like that. So, uh, and the way he did perform, you know, I'm really happy about that. The other big performer, I must say, uh, not just for this match, but for the season, just once did he really feel, um, just one run, is Bonner. Uh, he, he seemed to have cemented him, him, himself in, in the team right now because he is a fighter, right? And even when we went down in, in, the, in the first test match, he, he was there fighting, fighting 68 not out in 220 balls, right? 220 balls he was there fighting. And I can't forget the silver. He fought along, along, along with Bono for a while, for quite a while. And um, the way Cornwall got out, I know Cornwall is much better than the way he batted there. Uh, he was doing the right thing, but that half-hearted shot, you know, instead of just hitting the ball, the, the, you know, right through, over the rope. He, he, he's big, he's mm-hmm. powerful, he has the power, but he just play a ball and just like, okay, here's batting practice, and just lob the ball, you know, and, yeah. and, and the guy took the catch. And, yeah, yeah, and... Uh, and um, you know that that wasn't good, but but as I said, Bonner was was an, was an outstanding one for, for the season. Whenever he is batting, it was quite clear that he 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 was near to give away his wicket. He 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 batted on and you know stayed for a long period of time and accumulated his runs. So um and um the the, the vice captain um he he. he did his little thing because he was called on to open to open in a situation there, and, and he was called to open also in the in the second inning. Um, but uh, hopefully they'll they'll get a, a right opener uh, for for the next series. And um, in in all, away from that, there there are few highlights, just few highlights. Real, I really like the way um, Bonner Bonner's campaign did over this whole series. And 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 Pramal when he when he came back there and, and did very well. Otherwise, well, Brassweight stood up one, you know, made, made a, a good score. But um, they have to come much better than that, that, than they're doing right now. And I'm really disappointed. Before, before you finish, mm-hmm. would you fire anyone? Oh, oh. yeah. Uh, it, it, you know, in in England, uh, in in uh, and and over here, right in America too. You know, when the team feels gone, that sometimes the entire party, the entire coaching staff is gone. Um, the, the 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 only thing I'm saying in our case here is that I don't I don't know what the coach what the coach could have done in a better. I mean, sometimes it's better just to just not to say anything to the public because they may just put their foot in the mouth and make it look even worse, right? But it, it doesn't matter what coaching you get. When you when you get send those guys out there and 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 they're being mesmerized by the spinners instead of coming down and play it and you know be be on the counter attack or, or something like that. I I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I'm I'm not really one of those who ready to. But the only unfortunate the unfortunate thing is that when the side wins, the coach gloat in all the glory. So unfortunately, when they lose, then he he should get the, get the blame too. When is that really the case? Uh, I, I I think I think I think so. I, I think they, you know, so, some heads should roll. Some heads should roll. <laughs> I'm asking whom yeah. would you fire? Whom would you fire, Audley? Come on, don't um, don't. The, 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 the chief well, hmm? well, we know it's gonna happen. Like say December, the chief selector Harper will have to go. Along with along with um, the, uh, the the other selectors, that that was the, that is where I would start. Okay. And um, you heard from Audley. Audley would not fire to me, Adams. 
but he fired him. But the job, the, the job of the coach is to prepare the players. Even though they might be superstars, they still require preparation. And if the coach fails to prepare them and give us his lame excuses, then that coach is of no benefit whatsoever. He should go or they should go. That's your back you, to you, you, you know, after, you know, have to join you. I have to join you. You know, uh, you know. When you look at the whole, when you look at the whole thing, um, uh, as I said before, you know, the coach jump when bask in the glow when it happens. So now that they fall down, he should he should go go along with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Get rid of the coach. Yes. Uh, coach yes. Is as the case maybe. Gentlemen, uh, we. Who is next? Who is next? You want to come in, Simon, or Mr. McKenzie? Which one? Okay, okay I'll, I'm here. Well, um, it, it's very difficult, as they call it, Monday morning court, quarterbacking. <laughs> Those fellas did out in Sri Lanka. I can't sit here in Florida and say what they did wrong. They're on the field. They knew what they were doing. I don't know. But I discussed with um, Audley Jr. We talked about it. We watched it. Versed in cricket, knows the game. I said to Audley, Audley, do you think that the players are playing too much cricket and they are burnt out or they are tired. That's yes. what my reason is. Simon, what, I can't see West Indies making 126 against Sri Lanka. And that was my opinion. I think they're just tired, they're burnt out, they're playing too much cricket or they just don't want to play the longer what version action, of it. If any, would you take, Simon, what action, if any, would you take if you were in charge? Right if now, I, like I said, I would get these players together, get the old players that were the glory days of West Indies, sit them down and say, look, this is what I did in my time. This is what I did in my time. This is how I did it. This is how I did it. I don't expect you could play like Sobers, Butch, and Kanai, but then give you hints, tell you what you can do, how you can play the spinners, and I think that would help because the coach can tell them what to do, but he can't do it for them. So I'm not going to blame the coach. The coach is not out there with them. They're there with the bat in the hand. They made the wrong strokes, and they have to blame themselves for getting themselves out. I'm going to blame the coach. But out there with them. Because yeah, you they tell them back. what to do, come, come can't do yeah, it for okay. them. We thank you for that. How about you, Ren? Ren, would you want to make a comment at this point? We haven't heard from you for a while. Okay. Well, I don't think we Ren is with us. No, I don't think he's without Leah. Nine, oh, that's your number. Oh, my goodness. I think uh, Ren's not with us. Okay. How about you, Mr. McKenzie? Come on in. Well, I, I, I think we should um, clean house as far as the coach and managers are concerned. On the other hand, I keep wondering, what is the mindset of our players. I got up that morning to check out the score, and I was surprised to see we were all out for 136 within a day or less than a day, you know? So you have to be wondering, why can't these guys claw themselves over this mire and try to uh, let us feel proud of wrestling this cricket once again. They are, they, this game was the littering of our losses 
all over the place. And for some reason or the other, we don't seem to have whatever it takes to push ourselves to a higher level. And as far as Dennis is concerned, all the big matches that teams that he gave us, we lost, we lost, we lost, we lost. And we couldn't even survive one day in Sri Lanka to uh, to save the match because at least we could have drawn the match, if anything. And we didn't make the effort to do it. So I don't know where to put my finger on the trouble, but the batting particularly smells. And we, ha- I don't know how we're going to improve it. I don't know. Do we have any better players out there to place these that we have now? I don't know what the what is there. But I am very disappointed with the fact that our players do not put out the effort to make us feel proud of them. Back to you. Sir. Okay. You know, yeah. I, I have a, I have a comeback on something that Simon said. Simon said he didn't see the game, so he has a hard time or a difficult time, you know, making a judgmental call. I just want to tell Simon that I have lost a lot of sleep, and I know Audley has lost a lot of sleep because we have been privileged to be able to watch the game live as it was occurring. And when we speak of ineptitude and unprofessionalism and lack of attitude and aptitude, we saw it on display. The coaches are the ones who should be instilling. And if the boys aren't playing and delivering, then they should not be in the team. And that is my comeback to what Simon had said about the thing. So it's back to you, Liam. Yeah, okay. Point taken. And um, Jaitin, your thoughts? Do you have anything to offer at this point? I know you. Well, that's that's a pure and plain, simple losses stinks. <laughs> where the winning smells good. And that's mm-hmm. how the fans think about the game, right? Mm-hmm. To me, I will say enough is enough. Then it's a wholesale change from. Repeat that again. Repeat that again. Repeat that again. I, I will, didn't hear you. I will say they need the wholesale change in this team. Wholesale. You think you need it? Yeah. Wholesale. Bunch of changes, not just one. Not going to help. Filling out Clean one out. spike is not going to do any good. You got to have the coaching issues solved. You got to have the management issues solved. Here, the players' mentality is different. There's a personality That's issue. True. And overall, you cannot repeat the same process for the different result. It's not going to happen. you got to have the different process by different people. Going straight to it, I will say it's a time they need to look into the youngsters. Whoever is currently performing or potential to perform, bring them in. Number two, mentoring mm-hmm. side, I will say we need more legends from the past who can be part of this team and help these players to do better. He can't rely on just coach. Coach is limited 
in his own ability. He got so many things to do, so we don't expect too much. Uh, another thing I hear, Dennis says, I watch live. Then I will say, you have noticed how the team is working together, especially in the pavilion. I see a couple of times, not going to name the players, but they are sitting on their own. Coach is sitting back in a corner somewhere on his own. I think there is something they need to work on in team cohesion, where we call uniting the team. Hold your thoughts there, because I I picked up, it it seems as if the wicketkeeper had a little argument with somebody on the field. Did anybody hear that? Am I hearing right? Anybody pick up that the silver was saying something about the um, referral? Nobody has yeah. heard that. Uh, I, I didn't. I, I didn't. Go ahead, Dennis. You. I just wanted to, to confirm if anybody has no, heard it. I, I I I missed that. So let's hear what Audley has to say on that matter. Audley, you you heard. No, it? I I didn't. I I didn't. I, I missed that. I, I didn't hear. It. No, no, that was, that was the one point. It was a disagreement between keeper, bowler, and captain. It's supposed mm-hmm. not to be. And the review system to... is a very simple. The review system is very simple. Number one, look for the bowler. Does he want to go? Okay. If bowler wants to go, number two, is keeper ready to support the bowler? If keeper supports, captain has to go for it. It did not happen. Okay. Bowler was ready to it. go for it. Wicketkeeper's opinion was like, to me, it was ignored. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not taking as a granted what you say. So it, it's supposed not to be. It's got to have the game plan. It's got to have the team plan. You got to have confidence in each other. You got to trust the other players who are part of your team in the right position, mm-hmm. right? Thank and you. when this thing yeah. doesn't happen, this is what I will say. If you're watching live, this is no good for the fans. And that is the reason. Don't cry that the West Indian kids are playing basketball and going for money. Really, don't. If you have the same show going on, it who wants to be part of it? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, you heard, you heard, though, gentlemen, that the contract for the management team, the coaches, etc., are extended until December, the end of December. So yes, yes, yeah. Well, <laughs> there's nothing can be done and no preparation was made to have a replacement prior to the end of the contract. It seemed as if it were going to be a continuation of the same personnel in, uh, in charge again. So maybe that was planned. Who knows? I will, I will say they need to follow what the England, India, Pakistan or Australia are doing. Like look at the current situation. Justin Langer is a former player and is coaching with a bunch of other players who are also part of his coaching team. Same thing with the Rahul Dravid. Same mm-hmm. thing in Pakistan. Why not the West Indies? No doubt, Phil Simmons is an access player. I understand that. He's an international player. But he needs some help. This one-man coach is not work. They need to have some betting, some bowling, fielding, good people around him to support the system. And then... You need they the administration to support coach. those in it. They have a bowling coach. He's an Indian. I think Desai, I think his name is. He's all around the field all the time. But yeah, Monty uh, Desai. Then what, what are we doing here? Is it something helping? <laughs> he's around. The, he's the only one I see. The other, the other coaches are sitting. 
don't, don't tell me you got a half don't tell me you got a half dozen good cook in kitchen but nothing is cooking that is my concern i think <laughs> good po- good point jatin i mean you telling me you know i have a kitchen with the six professional cook but nobody is cooking nothing i care about what's coming on table that's how the fans look at it you know Right. Right. Absolutely. Uh, back on folks, if you're close to someone speaking, could you move away? I really want to have everybody included in this in this conversation, but I don't uh, like la, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm speechless actually. I'm speechless on West Indies performance by every game I will say. And I hope they can make changes otherwise a lot of fans will be say, "You know what? No big deal. Let me have sleep." and that's what we don't want yeah. fans are staying away for a reason in west indies cricket uh, our problem Remember, man, in losing it, our problem in losing leon is not is not just not just losing it's the way we are we are losing you, you know that's because right. when when you when you have one day to go on the other side even going on bat and and you have like a, a, a three quarters of a day to battle to save a match and and you you can't you can't even do that more than one occasion you know so so it, it, that's what that's what that's why it causes it to be so bad but you know i have one suggestion leon just before i have one suggestion and somehow that flash into my head if each of those players would take a picture uh, i would just, you, if you want to put the name but i would say take a picture as a former cricketer, former great from the West Indies, when they are going out, and mm-hmm. say, look, I'm going to re- be representing Rohan Kanhai. I'm going to rep- rep- be representing, you, you know, whosoever, Sir Garfield or whatever. Put, you know, some, and that, put some sort of pride. You know, put some uh, sort of pride in it. Since, uh, since they're not doing it for all the West Indies, uh, all the West Indian fans, Doing it, do it for one one at a time. Then I'm gonna do it for Sir Garfield. I'm gonna do it for Brian. I'm gonna do it for you know Sir Andy when you're bowling. You know, I think that that would be some sort of motivation. Uh, I'm hoping, as I've also they are listening. You know, they are listening. I hope that they, they, they would suggest that they do something like that because I think it would be a motivation. Back yeah, here. Yeah, that that brings me a point. I wanted wanted to interject this point because. If you notice, Bonner, Bonner mm-hmm. has started to chew a gum. Which cricketer is mm-hmm. Viv, Viv. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I just suggested that to some players. Said, why don't you chew a gum like what Bonner has been doing? You know, yeah, concentrate while he chews. Yeah. Concentrate, and he's chewing. He's doing something, and he's getting the results. That's what we. But. No West, no team, no good team, no test team can really do well consistently unless they have two good openers and two good pace bowler and a good spinner. You have to have two good openers. That goes without saying. Oh, yeah. and gone, gone are the days that we have. We should have anybody on a test team that can't bat. No rabbit should be in the test team. At this age, you see how how India India tailenders make a lot of runs at the end. You know they were down and they came back and make eight eight nine wickets. Put on such a big big partnership. I mean the Sri Lankans put on a big partnership mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. Over a hundred, yeah, hundred odd. Yeah. 
everybody should be able to bat. We have no room for no rabbits on our side. So they've got to build themselves. I, I suggest that we can get the best four openers in our side, the best four pace bowlers in our side. I looked at Seals, and Seals bowled today. I, I wonder why did not Seals uh, play? He's not in, part of that team. <laughs> yes. He played in, 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 in Sri Lanka today and got three wickets to 27. The guy bowled fast. He bowled in the right direction, right over the fifth stump and going on the off stump, right. over the off stump and give you one on the wicket. If you're bowling to get a guy wicket, you have the ball on his wicket. You can't be bowling outside the off stump or bowling down the leg side. Come on, guys. We need to wake up. Come on, somebody. somebody. Well, you know, Leon, I, I spoke, I have spoken with, you know, family members and others who are cricket fans. And one of the thought, one of the, the, the response I got was, it, it wasn't so much that the West Indies lost this test. And contrary to what Audley said, it wasn't three quarters of a day. It was, they, Sri Lanka came out and they batted for what might have been, what, half an hour. And you could see from the start they were in for quick runs because they were flashing the willow at everything, yeah, and they got true. a quick 30. So it, what they had mm-hmm. just an entire day left, maybe half an hour. But the point you're I right, was making right. was that speaking with other um, members of, you know, uh, fans, they, it wasn't the fact that they lost, the West Indies lost, but the fact that they, if they had batted and got within 40 or 30 runs of the 300 they had to make, there would be no angst or anguish. But the fact that they were so hopeless after being 92 for four, you know, to have been all out for 160, it was just 156. That was just totally, totally unacceptable. And I, I really, you know, support your thought that we have players like Jaden Seals who are not being given a chance. And we have bowlers like, you know, well, I, I'll just leave it at that and uh, pass it back to somebody else for comment. Yes, anybody else want to come in? Simon? I just want to go back to, um, a little bit to the, the, the 10 wickets haul by, by yeah. Patel. I know it's, it's, it's a different line, but um, if, if you mm-hmm. don't mind. Um, no, we know Test Cricket, start, test cricket started in 1876. And for the first 10 wicket haul to to happen in in test cricket um it took 90 years when 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 laker did it back in 1956 the next 10 wicket haul came 43 years after 1999 when comley did it versus pakistan and uh, the next 10 wicket now at this time it's getting smaller and smaller 90 years 43 and now it only took 22 years for for um patel to get this 10 wicket haul. So, um, are, are we looking at the next 11 years if the Lord uh, tires and spare lives? <laughs> well, it may happen even if we are not here. But should the Lord tire? We'll make a... Well, do, yes. <laughs> do you think the next 11 years uh, or, or less would say the next 10 wicket haul? Um, hmm. Sounds like... I mean, your guess, your guess is as good as mine. You know, everybody gets, you know, all you can do is get. But as we notice, it's coming down you know, 90, and then almost half of that, 43, and now 22, 22 years apart. Mm. 
We want to bring in Mr. McKenzie, but without his noise in the background. Mr. McKenzie, come on in, sir. And well, well, I... Um, the noise at the background for us, please. The what? The noise at the background. The television on. Oh. on the radio. The yeah. television on the radio you have going there. <laughs> yes. We, well, we, I, I think there's a lot to be said about what is going on in cricket these days. And I Mr. can't Mr. wait Mr. to see the ashes for them and begin in the next couple of days. Can you move, move away from the television, please, sir? It's, uh, in Sorry? Turn down the sound. Put the TV or the radio on mute. Well, well. Okay, Mr. McKenzie, could you kindly turn your TV off or move away from that? Because it's interfering with the broadcast. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Well, it's not Mr. Mac- Mr. King is because I hear the thing go- still going on. <laughs> Do you hear it now? No. Okay. No. Don't. No. It's because he's he's not on right now. But folks, <laughs> <laughs> he's not aware that it's happening. So I just want to bring it to his attention again. One more time. How about you, Simon? Are you near to the television? Come on, no, in, Simon. No, no, I have no television on. I'm yes, sitting here on by myself. Come on, No television, no radio. Talk to us, talk to us. No, well, I gave my piece already. I told you, that, um, you know, you are, we are beating up on the players. If well, they don't have the skills, you can really can't do it. You yeah. have to understand that they can't. You, you're comparing these men with Sobers, Butcher, Kanai, and, and uh, the, uh, Lawrence Rowe and all these, Richard Richardson. They don't have the skill like these men, so they can't perform like them. But again, we are forgetting one point, too. Remember, there are two teams playing. You have to give Sri Lanka some credit as well. You know, <laughs> Sri Lanka wants to get the West Indians out. West Indians want to yeah. make the runs. There are two teams playing. No, West Indians want to do a damn thing. <laughs> you have to give him some credit as well I don't think the West Indians went in and say we're going to throw wickets away I don't think they think like that but Sri Lanka must have put an effort in to bowl those men out for 126 you have to give them some credit as well I think the problem is Mr. Simon we are running mules against thoroughbred horses yes we have run running mule uh, against thoroughbred horses so um it's like our best is simply not good enough they're, they're going 100 percent, but their 100 percent right. is like three quarters uh, 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 of what the, the other one full speed is and right. and, and that's the problem we, we just, we're just going out there and and being mesmerized by this thing i mean we have the That's day, what we day, said, day, we have over our People having analysts and, you know, doing everything, analyzing everything. So why is it they are able to, to figure us out and we are not able to figure them out? We have a problem. What, what happened to all the technology? Right? We so all recycling. those people need to be fired. Recycling too much of players. Bring some new players. And if you get beaten by those new players. Mm-hmm. Right, so big. right. You can't keep recycling the guys and they're not making any improvement. They can't even keep fit. Why, that's, true, that's true. That's true. 
look, look what happened to India when they were down in Australia. And because of the COVID situation, nobody can send for players. They couldn't send for players from India to come in. And, and they use they use the, 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 the other guys that were in the area, you know, and, and they brought them in. And, and they did so well. Right now, Siraj, I, I rate Siraj as the number two after Boomerah, if not, if not right up there, Boomerah. Uh, Siraj came in during, during that time, base uh, bowler, right? And, and, and uh, a whole lot of things like that happened. And because you just need to, uh, as, I, as I said many times, you don't know the power and the strength of a tea bag. Of tea, mint, or whatever it is, until it's submerged in hot water, right? That's what that we're gonna know the power and the strength, right? So those guys that you are thinking maybe they are not good enough, bring them in, and you'll be surprised. Sometimes they are the ones who turn out to the big stars afterwards, right? So and I rightly agree with Leon. Too much recycling. We need to we need to ask some just to move on, move on, get some younger players. And if the, you give them a, have to give them a little extensive run because if you don't, one of the more, the worst thing to happen is that a, a person going to bat and each time that he's he go walking into bat is like he's on trial, right? That will lead to to, to failure as well. So you take a player, um, one you know, say, look, you're, we're gonna give you this series, right? Don't worry about you failing. No, we don't want to go there and fail still. But if you fail. Don't think that you're going to get dropped because of this one. We're going to give it a two or three matches, right? Therefore, go out there and establish yourself, right? Feel free. Just go and play your natural game. Establish yourself. That's what we want to see. Well, if you give the person that time and, uh, you know, and they, they didn't, well, of course, you move on. Not that you're going you're gonna to drop them forever. It depends on the age, right? But then you have to give the person, those players, some assurance. That we are not just gonna bring you in for just a one match trial, but we want we want to sow in your future. We want to you build up your confidence because we want to be an integral part of this team. Matilia. Yes, indeed. Anyone else want to make a comment? One quick point I have yes. for um, uh, Simon. Again, it's not that we are, you know, understating the abilities of. Uh, the winning team, you know, such as Sri Lanka, we recognize that they are at their cream at their top. However, it's hard to see that when we're looking at the mediocrity of the opponent. And West Indies did not give Sri Lanka um, a match. West Indies went out there, and I swear to you that from the very first ball, they were mesmerized. And they had no idea, no thought of giving Sri Lanka a match. And that's why we are angry and totally annoyed with their performance. And yes, the coaching staff and the administrators need to take some responsibilities. Thank you. Back to you, Leon. Yes, let's hear from Jetna. Jetna, long to hear from you. And the folks... Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Good, good evening, everybody. Sorry, I was out, and uh, again, I was out today. So there's a party going on uh, since this December. Oh. So. Oh. <laughs> Are you celebrating yes. India's party early. Yes. Yeah, it's still going on. Yes, in in Tampa here. So. All right. I'm sorry about that, but. Yes, anytime, anytime. But we, we just know that you might be. 
celebrating India's victory early. Am I correct in saying that? <laughs> okay. So oh, anything? yes, yeah. And uh, very good uh, information about Azar Patel. He took 10 wickets for New Zealand. That was good. I say Patel power. How about that? Are you related to him? That's the question I want. To, everybody wants to know. If you're related oh, okay. to him, <laughs> he was born in Mumbai. Yes. Yes. Just a few blocks away from the stadium, too, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Anything don't else forget. Want? Don't forget. Before this hotel, and before the Kumlai, there was an incident in Kanpur way back in 60s when another guy, spinner called Jasu Patel, end up nine wickets in innings. It was almost close to have one more to wrap up ten, but did not make it. Okay, that's a little bit of noise coming from you at the back. So if you could be kind enough to move away. Say, okay, you got, you heard that? What Jaitin said? Another, another Jaitin. And. Uh, well, a wonderful match, I think it is. Um, it's a pity that New Zealand went down for 62. And like I shared earlier on, New Zealand like like 2-6 and six because they're bowled over 26 some time ago, and now they get 62. Turn it around the other way. Okay, folks, let's wrap it up. Simon, it's your time to go. I'm very happy to close it up, Mr. President. And a wonderful show. I've learned so much tonight, especially your speakers that you had on tonight. They're very knowledgeable about the game. They know a lot about the game. And I miss Jet, and I asked about her. I'm so happy that she's back with us, enjoying her party, but she's came at least give us a few minutes. I'm happy to hear that. I hope everyone is well. Everyone wants to keep well for the Christmas. Have a wonderful time, everyone, and be safe. And we'll be back here next week, Sunday, on the cricket show from six to nine. Have a wonderful week, all. Good night. Good, Good night, night, sir. Jetsna, why don't you say bye bye to the folks? Let them know yes, you're back. Thank you so much. Sorry I was late again, but be safe and take care, everybody. And it was a great show. Um, we'll see you next Sunday. Good night, everyone. Good night to you too. How about you, Mr. McKenzie? Well, I just want to say thank you very much for moderating a very lovely and enlightening show. And I hope everybody keeps well. It's Christmas time. So be safe, take good care, and I'll see you on the radio next Sunday, God's willing. Bye-bye. Bye-bye to you. How about you? I don't know if Ivor has time to come in now. I don't know. How about you, Jason? Yes, it's another great show. Good job, President and Dennis, today. While we are a guest from San Diego, mm-hmm. and we give them the enough opportunity to give their side of story for the U.S. cricket. Absolutely disappointment for West Indies, but we will carry on to bring the fans back into the game, and that's what we do as a show. So till then, we'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you so much, too, as well uh, Dennis, your final thoughts. By the way, we have to put that um, essay in the archives for, for the folks to repeat it. Well done, sir. Dennis, your final thoughts. Here is Dennis. Oh, Dennis is mute. 
Then it's your final thoughts? Yes, thank you. The season of goodwill is here, Leon, and Debbie Campbell, Don Curtin, and the group from the Antigua Barbuda Charity Organization needs your help to eliminate hunger in the island. Please help them to support those in need. Please donate whatever you can in money, goods, or material. Debbie can be reached at 845-820-6598. Once again, Debbie Campbell, 845-820-6598. And Dawn Curtin, 785-554-5628. Once again, 785-554-5628. And Leon, that was the public service announcement. Now here's my final thoughts. Please remember that we are in the midst of a worldwide pandemic. COVID increased 59% in one week in the state of California. COVID increased 209% in one week in the United States. COVID increased 20% in one week worldwide. So please be careful and be safe. Get vaccinated. Until next week. Join us again here on The Cricket Show. Thank you. Good night, all. See you on the radio. Thank you so much. Thank Gentlemen, you. and before, before Dennis leaves the stage, I want to thank him personally because this week I was knocked out. I told you. Dennis, I, tell me, why don't you go and get vaccinated? I say, yes, I'm going to go. I went to get my vaccination. I, I was so bold. I took not only the booster, I took my flu shot, and that really take toll of my body <laughs> at the same time. And for one day, I was feverish, man. But on the other day, I was up and running again. But Dennis was able to assist and come a long way and make this show possible today. And I want to thank you personally, Dennis. Wonderful job. And when I get rich and famous, I'll give you my autograph, if that will <laughs> So now we know why you're, why you're knocked out, um, Leon. It was a overdose. Yes. Flu shot and that. Yeah, it's too much, too much for and the young man. Too much for the young Yes. So your final thoughts. Yes, this has been another of those shows that, of course, I enjoyed very much. We, of course... Uh, Special thanks for our guest. And good to hear Detna after a very long absence. And our friend Ren was here with us, but he he dropped off. But hey, Ren, nice to have you on. And safe travel tomorrow. And as you stated that you'll be going back early. So wish you God's blessing and a safe flight home. Okay, so, yep, we just wanted to join us next week again because we're going to be here, God willing. Six to nine for the cricket show, and as we go, we are in the Christmas time. Just remember the the public service announcement from Dennis and the what he just reminded us about the COVID nineteen. It's not over. It's winter time, so it's, it's getting worse in a lot of places. But let us remember it's still a Christmas time, uh, so walk accordingly. And just before I leave, happiness of your life depends upon the quality of our thoughts, right? Depends on the quality of our thoughts. So therefore, we should guard the thoughts accordingly. See you next week, God willing. Okay, on the I'm, just show. Bring in Dennis. I'm just going to bring in Jatin because Jatin 
was kind enough to send those books for me, and I had the privilege of sending out all. Oh yes, oh yes, yes. yes I got mine. I got mine. Thank you, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Got mine. Leon, I have not received mine yet. Oh, you live too far. That's what happened. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. But, yes, I I assume it will be there come Monday. Because some folks uh, haven't you. gotten this, and but everybody else except you have gotten this. So so far, so I suspect it is still in the mail. So sometimes. Mm-hmm. It, Sometimes take three. They said it should have been there since Wednesday, but today is Sunday, and they don't work on all day Sunday. Saturday. So maybe. Well, um, those, those people in those people in the back, their assortment, they're, they're working nonstop now, especially Christmas. They have letter carriers delivering letters on Sundays now, even Sundays. Well, I know here in Florida. Mm-hmm. Thank everybody for the wonderful show. It was just a privilege to be able to work in the background and the assistance that have been given is tremendous. Lots of great comments, lots of knowledge being shared. And for those wonderful guests that we brought all the way from California, we are grateful for them as well. So with that said, good night, God bless, and we'll see you on the radio come Sunday. And Saturday morning, if many of you can join us Saturday mornings as well, Please do so from 9 until 12. Good night. God bless.
To play that again, man. You want to play that again? Okay. Not a bad idea. Oh, <laughs> we play it again. I love it. Sing 
Come in for more than one reason I come in to hear Christmas to start crow In the morning. 
catch the rhythm and the beat Instead of catching a cold out in the snow Big bag of goodies, 
Some call you West Indies. Till I have a question. What is transportation? Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. How will Sandra get here? There is no rain here. In my country, he'll have to fly on. We are talking we.
Is you still tuning? Is still logging? Oh yeah, I close it. The show closed. We we are, we are being dropped, you know. 
They only give us an hour afterwards. But nobody on the internet would hear it. From the only the people that have logged in will hear. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, I, I ended already. Yeah, because I only play an hour. I can only play an hour. They usually give us an hour. Uh, but it's not on the internet. It's going to be just plain. So, so as uh, you guys say, play, play another song and just 